right, welcome again to Light the Sky, episode seven of our journey through the discography of Metallica. I'd like to welcome everyone who has uh, just joined us. Uh, this is a show of opinions, and I hope you get to learn and love how we go deep into some of the elms that maybe others uh, might have forgotten or pushed off, because Reload is definitely within that series, The Load Chronicles, part two. Here we go. Just one year later, should have been a double album. Who knows? We'll find out if there's too much bloat or is too much Metallica never enough. Let's find out. Chris, you're starting off. Give us your out of 10 and your paragraph review. Uh, yeah, this is going to be pretty blunt. Uh, four out of 10. <laughs> and okay. uh, not even. And approximately, as far as my one sentence, uh, approximately an hour of bathroom break. <laughs> okay the bathroom break album we got the black album we got the bathroom break album alex what do you say yeah um i'm gonna i think i'm gonna have to say a four as well uh oh my god that's van halen three territory yeah i'm gonna say four of ten and as <laughs> i was your own territory and as, as i was kind of hinting at the end of the last show i will say uh you know, I love, obviously, I love Load so much, and I feel like they should have stopped there. They shouldn't have done this again. <laughs> uh, I'll say my one-word review. I'll take it from the last episode. Overload. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Kevin, thinking differently? Uh, what are you thinking? I, I, I'm thinking a little differently. I'm going to give this a six, which is about the same as I gave Load, if I remember correctly. Um, and my comment is that it feels out of order. You know how you kind of get, you know, we talk about track listings out of order. This feels like an album out of order. I almost feel like this is a better bridge between the Black Album and Load. It, 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 it seems to pull on both of those influences rather than straight Load, which feels a little bit more bluesier than this album. Could be sure. wrong, though. I okay. And I'll take my time to ask Alex a quick question as thought there. Remember back in our Van Halen discussion, uh, which is definitely worth listening to, um, in our 50, 50, 5150 album where I made the suggestion that maybe they should have just stopped there and had a great album with Sammy under their belt and just laid down the axes and just rode off into the sunset. Are you saying that is uh, that they should have ended with Load, Alex? They should have just done one post-Black album and just... Uh, hung up the sticks and axes and called it quits? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I, I just, I like the fact that they changed up their sound, and obviously they went for more of the classic rock. But I, I just think you get into here and there's a whole, I mean, at least to me, there's a lot more filler. Uh, personally, the uh, James kind of hoo like a lot of the mannerisms yeah, <laughs> and stuff. Like, I, I can understand how they maybe started to annoy you guys on Load, but here is where it starts to annoy me. So, I mean, like, Load is, like, I love it so much, but, like, after that, I didn't think they needed to do another album of this. But, I mean, there are some albums after this that I think I appreciate some songs on, So and some albums that I actually haven't even listened to, so I'm excited to dive in and okay. maybe maybe they become a favorite. Maybe I like them more than Load. Who's to say? So I don't know if I can answer that question quite yet. Okay. Yeah, maybe getting to uh, Chris's Van Halen interpretation of becoming a band of moments. 
uh, perhaps more along those lines. So it's my turn. Um, you know, I, I have to be honest and, uh, you know, I think I've talked a little bit before that how, um, the Unforgiven 2 was my entry into Metallica and really was down, was the, you know, I guess the doorway to my metal journey, um, you know, not to borrow from, uh, Sam Dunn or anything, but, you know, to really go from there and two years later, I'm listening to, you know, like, you know, Dimu Borgir and, and Children of Bodom and all that. And, and, uh, you know, it just like started with the Unforgiven 2. Um, so, you know, uh, it's, it's going to cloud my job judgment maybe how it clouded alex's judgment on load um he might disagree but you know like we all kind of were opposite directions on that album and you know i'm gonna be the one here uh, my my nostalgia wants to convince you that this is a better album than it is um but there's no way around the fact that it sags badly um <laughs> yep. I've so, got a, but you know what sorry to say yeah this album sags for sure and I, uh, I'm going to be bold with this. I'm usually the guy and the, the charts will prove it that I'm pretty hard on albums and tracks and, uh, I'm usually the one that's differing, but I'm going to do that, uh, in a different direction. This album, I am going to give it an eight for three Um, reasons. And I'll try to convince you along this way. (laughs) Yeah, you can't wait. The double (laughs) bass is back. Reason number one. Okay. Reason number two, the one, two, three, four punch is one of the best opening salvos of Metallica's career. You don't have to convince me there. (laughs) I think it's a pretty strong start. They've always had a clunker or two up front. And the rhythm guitar work in the Unforgiven 2, that's my third reason. Okay. Seems Let's like take really, it away. Seems oh, like yeah. you're really stuck on that song. <laughs> That's a, I'm, I'm hoping that your yeah that your yeah your entire critique isn't because of your you, love. Yeah, you feel you're going to systematically destroy, dismantle, and bury that song from me. <laughs> oh, we'll yeah, see. Take apart <laughs> my 12 year old past and just ring it out there for everyone to see. All right, All right. let's fuel. go. Give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me that which I desire. I have had an interesting <laughs> journey with this song because, you know, I got into Metallica because of Mark, so it would have been at the same time. But I was five years younger. Um, I feel that changes my perspective somewhat on the music. And at that time, wasn't a big fan of, of this song. <laughs> Actually, no. you know, it's it just something about it seemed kind of goofy to me. The way it opened, I kind of hated it. And, th- you know, you're talking about, I don't know how old you were, Mark, but I, I was, what, in middle school, maybe yeah, a little bit 12, younger. 13. Yeah, so I would have been, what, seven or eight. So yeah. <laughs> I can see Getting that kind of, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, grading on me a little bit. But 
man, this is a song that's grown with me. The energy is a punch to the gut. I've used that a lot with Metallica, but this is one that really gets, you know, hits you right there. And the other thing, and I think, Chris, you described this perfectly last week, is I, I've not had the opportunity to see Metallica live, unfortunately. However, when you talked about this as an awesome live song, oh, yeah. I'm like, that makes so much sense. This just, I can oh, yeah. see the, the like yep. the fireworks going off. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's the pyro boom, song. Yeah. It's like, yes. Especially yeah. so, just the, that opening verse. Oh, you don't know what's coming next. Like Alex said, they vary up their set list, and all of a sudden you hear that, you give me five, give me Yeah, you know, immediately. Boom. Yes. And then you, even, you know, you can't help but to rock out with the song after that, because I can just see the whole crowd going wild. Love this album or not, but this is this is a heck of a way to open up an album. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, this is, I mean, this was the moment. I mean, not that that show wasn't great, but that was, and you know immediately, you hear James because it's acapella, and it's, so you just brace yourself, like, oh, here we go, and then you get the fire, the pyro, and it's just like, yeah, yeah this is, again, on a very uneven record, this is Metallica being Metallica. Again, embracing a little bit of where they are at the moment, but also kind of, because this, again, this is a song that doesn't sound like anything Thing other from their 90s era i mean it yeah it's got the 90s production but it sounds like metallica like okay we're gonna focus more on being ourselves versus yeah embracing which i'm fortunately i'm gonna bring up a lot of another band that they've seemed to be really yeah, absorbing yeah, chains, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah again <laughs> yeah it's yeah i anyway i'll i'll get into that when we get to those songs but uh but yeah i mean yeah from the yeah the verse chorus in here is just completely yeah, iconic i mean it just uh it just gets you right in the Warm and fuzzies, yeah. Talk about a warm blanket that's on fire. <laughs> yeah, and you don't care. Um, yeah, interesting way to put it. I mean, this uh, yeah. this song, and, and I know it's kind of just like a like a NASCAR song, you know. Oh, yeah. Like it's 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 really. I, I don't know if I call it butt rock, but it kind of has that. Just you know, we're yeah. gonna sing about fuel and explosions, and it's just like as as like generic that's- as it gets. But sometimes it's like. Uh, I think it's a Beavis and Butthead quote uh, yeah. that, uh, you know, say what you want about Maiden, but when it comes to making videos, they don't mess around. And it's just, right, yeah. that it's the, I forget what it's, um, like no fear for no prayer for the dying video or something, which is right. explosions and like right. skulls blowing up and guns firing. That's kind of what this song is to me. Like they're not messing around. Like they're just like laying it out there, you know, just saying like, we're Metallica. We're not going to, you know, this is not going to be a progressive album. This is not going to be a, you know, a protest or an anti, you know, war or justice, like kind of like that feel to it. Like it's just going to be straightforward, you know, fist in the air, rocking, right. you know, opener yeah. and, and, and you, you can't fault them in any way, I think yeah, for it's, just it's, delivering by the numbers, you know, no cringy teenager in detention lyrics here. I'd rather have like cringy NASCAR, like written for ESPN right. lyrics than uh, like, right. you know, you know, a worse version of King Nothing or something. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like ACDC kind of meets Metallica yep. where it's got that fun. Again, it's not complicated. It's again, and no subtlety to it. And, it, and it's weird because it is a simple song. But again, it just gets into your head. Yeah, I don't know. And again, it just makes you want to sing out those verses. Uh, and yeah, and just, yeah, I don't know. This is, again, where Metallica really kind of as far as the, uh, yeah, the art of songwriting in a simplistic Form. yeah they really yeah this is one of those few moments on this record where they really get it mm-hmm. yeah yeah huh? wow, wow chris that you just mentioned that um because that's the thing with this record is i i will uh kind of maybe mirror kevin's point 
uh, was it was it you, Kevin, or was it Mark, where you guys thought that maybe this was a better bridge between the Black Album and Saint Anger? Which yeah, one? I said that. Was, yeah. Which, in in a way, I feel like I could see that because yes, load a lot of the songs in a way do kind of sound similar, where there's a lot more diversity in here on this record, and I feel like they're taking a lot more chances on different kind of, I don't know different forms of songwriting uh if anything i just the songs are a lot different on this record uh but this one is one of the more simpler songs and i mean yeah what an opener i I, I love this song (laughs) yeah yes it's cheesy but i i don't care i love it i would have loved to see this one live definitely they you know they figured out the top you know they figured out the order at least on the top half a lot better than load i will easily admit that that you know like Mark said, the first, you know, I don't know if I would say the first four or five, but I will definitely say the first half of this record is stronger than Load. They they got back to, you know, putting the singles and the starting off with maybe the strongest yeah. songs on the album at the start. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, this is one that I used to cover a lot, like in the garage with that garage band that I used to play with. And, you know, I love, like you said, the double bass going on during the verses with the toms are really cool. And I, I love the backing vocals. I've always loved that. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Really yeah, cool Kev, song. Yeah, yeah, not that I want to drag this out, but uh, Kev, can you queue up two thirty? I just I have to hear this part. Yeah, because again, it's in the spirit of the bombastic cheesiness. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian Bach covering himself. I don't. <laughs> I want to make that a uh, sound clip for our sound. Talk about sim- simple and effective. Ooh, yeah, I think that's the one time in here where I don't mind that. I don't know. It, it just kind of fits the, it fits the mood. Yeah, <laughs> let me play a quick clip because I just, you know, I, if there was a segment of music that is more written for strobe lights, show me. <laughs> I mean, I could just picture it. Yeah. I could. I, I know I've seen this live. I don't remember that specific part live, but I mean, it's just that it's not crazy double bass. It's just the way it grooves. It's so tight. It's in the pocket. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. All right. We're going to go to uh, The Memory Remains is your number two track. Uh, chunky uh, intro there with uh, yeah James and the yeah the main riff underneath yeah very yeah yeah very impactful. Um, again, he doesn't mess around. He doesn't no. And again, this is another as far as just again Metallica being Metallica in a later era and effectively kind of pulling it off yeah, with the the verse and the chorus. It's catchy. 
but it doesn't sound like a lot of the other bluesy kind of uh kind of metallica songs that you have on these load era or, or <laughs> the loads <laughs> yeah um sure. yeah there is one part yeah kev i want you to play um the uh uh, the solo section around 255, I think, is very, again, as far as one of the few where you don't get kind of forget about the solo, uh, where it actually kind of sticks with you. Yeah. There we go, yeah. You know, it seems like, again, because, yeah, Kirk on these two records, I mean, a lot of the lead guitar is a little kind of sometimes forgettable, a little kind of by the numbers, I hate to say. But when he has a great riff to work against, I think that's where you really see where kind of Kirk gives kind of where he kind of works a little bit harder to make it more kind of impactful. And I think this is one of those moments. You know, it's funny that being this is a yeah. show of opinions that I just yeah. uh, wrote down in my mo- notes that yeah. uh, this is a generic by the number numbers Kirk song. <laughs> oh, did you? Re- like yeah. it's, it's, it's everything that Kirk does really in, in 30 right. seconds. Mark, it's uh, funny that when I was giving my opening rating for the album, you said, wow, four, that's Van Halen three territory. Because I'm going to go ahead and say uh, we have a return of the ballot or the bullet for me. And that is really oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a bit different. If that could just be the opening 30 seconds to the episode and also close out the episode. <laughs> Not the music, just the... This song... Okay, got a couple things to say about this song. Great song, other than that freaking part. And uh, you know what I thought about this album? I, d- I don't know why I didn't think about this at the beginning of the episode when I was giving my paragraph. I should have added this on here. You know how I was saying that Injustice for All is like my Chicago White Sox album? This mm-hmm. is like my Irish jig uh, at the pub uh, with the freaking bagpipe album because that little part with the yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> you guys ever see that horror movie called The Leprechaun? With that no. little leprechaun, you never oh, seen yeah, that War- movie. Warwick Davis, yeah. I just picture that little guy humming like that top hat <laughs> and his like white little pants on and his shoes going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you might have just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I there's just, a reason I, she's in there. Well, yeah. I don't. It doesn't sound like a girl to me. It sounds like the little leprechaun guy, <laughs> like opening the door, getting ready to kill you with his, you oh, know, God. with his path of gold at the end of the rainbow. That little guy, I hate it. But I will say, that it's a huge single, and uh, this is like one of those songs where I I see the Lars face when he's drumming this song. It's oh just, yeah, I just picture it. Yeah, it's a album. Slow groove. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll just leave it with. Yeah, yeah, Alex's two cents. Yeah, just yeah. Oh, look, it's it's such a weird topic for Metallica to be singing about if you listen to the lyrics of the song. But if you know, when you look into the history of the you know, the person yeah, singing yeah, it and everything, yeah. it, it, there's a reason. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I actually when I heard that part uh, of the song, I I you know, I don't know that my mind went to like leprechauns or whatever, but no. um, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, but. You know, I, I actually, my first thought was that they were, it was like they were making fun of Iron Maiden 
and Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> okay. Like that they were doing like a like a like a crowd chant. Yeah. <laughs> but doing like a um, Bruce like instead of going like a fear of the dark. Whoa. Sound like a riff on that. Like yeah. that's my first thought is like, you know what, yeah. we're Metallica. We can do what we want. And we want to make something like that in there, then then that's what we can do. But uh, I don't have too much of a problem with it uh, once I understood the context. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, this is going to be in. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting love it or flush. That's all I have to say. Um, let's keep rolling on the album and go to a Devil's Dance. we've been through this a couple times on load and, and reload and being that they've written so many tracks and probably we're emphasizing quantity over quality that you're going to get a lot of repetition of ideas. And I know this is kind of a sad, but true of, of the, you know, the, 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 the stomp in the three spot. I know it was two spot on black album, but still um, I will take this one over sad, but true just because I've heard sad, but true too many times. And I will say that we have gotten at this point throughout the entire Metallica discography to my favorite Kirk Hammett solo. Let me cue it up. it goes on um but i love that i wish you would do more of that and less weedle weedle it sounds like (laughs) marty mcfly on guitar and i'm not making a parkinson's joke like i i I love that (laughs) like it is so good like i just see like 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 those those that back to the future that row of people like those, those like yeah. you know the the, the judges for the, the contest in the first, yeah, and they're just like, <laughs> no, you, you know, you're was, just a little too darn loud, Kirk. I, no, I, I was thinking of him soloing at the end of the Johnny B. Good when he's like, I guess you kids aren't ready for that. For yeah, this. yeah, that's what they said for me. You know what? I mean, you know come what's... on, it's 1997. No innovation needed in 90s music, right? You know, no guitar solo. It's dead. Why do anything at all? You know, they did that next record. But thanks, Kirk. I really appreciate that. And this is coming from somebody who's been quite critical and is not really a fan of his soloing. I. love 
love this solo. And it goes yeah. on, too, after where I stopped it. So if you haven't heard it, you know, please it, keep listening. You know, it's funny. I had that marked on here as far as well, I had it marked on as chaotic solo breakdown. Because, you know, what? it, it kind of reminds me of like a uh, Meshuggah solo. If you ever listen to that, it's very dissonant, very mm-hmm. kind of, again, chaotic, I think is the word that I. And yeah, probably the one, <laughs> yeah, one part of this song that I actually kind of like, OK, that's unique. OK, that's not the typical across these what all nearly 30 songs where it's like okay here's a, a solo that's not pulling from 30 years earlier yeah not that mm-hmm. i don't love yeah classic rock but yeah it was nice to see him kind of taking a, another kind of approach on the uh, as far as the blistering metal solo if you we've it's weird because it it's not like even it's if like if van halen were actually putting out good solos at this time you know in 97 yeah. like that's what a van halen solo right. on a metallica yeah. record yeah and there's one thing I don't, I don't know if you guys noticed this and i this isn't the only song that kind of or jumped out at me. What what is it with James's vocals? It sounds like they're tuned higher. Is that just me? I don't know what it is about this, especially they're in def- the verses. Well, there are definitely some parts on this album where his vocals I'm a little questionable about, but we we're not there yet. So. Right. I would be surprised um, if you're right. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know why that just, it just didn't. It sounded like he was singing like yeah, where it was yeah. yeah. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. And Kevin, there's one part I want you to play because, yeah, Mark, you said Van Halen. There is actually a Van Halen moment on this song that kind of jumped out at me. Uh, yeah, Kevin, if you could, it, it, he plays it a few times throughout the, uh, or it's played a couple of times throughout the song, but at 307, yeah, it sounds like something off of, like, Fair Warning. It almost reminds me of the um, the riff under the chorus of Mean Street. Right. Yeah. Thank you. I know. I was no, thinking. I'm like, okay. Fair warning. Yeah. Yeah. Now that that's definitely a Mark walking down the driveway moment right there. Yeah. The Rumsfeld opening up the door to. Yeah. Not gonna be messing with this house. Um. I I don't know if at first I listened to this I'm like I don't know if I can do the let's dance. Yeah, there's a lot of that on here too, as far but, as uh, James I, trying to be yeah, with it with those goofy kind of almost spoken word things. Yeah, I will. Yeah, say this is track like this. 17 here. Yeah. Wait, I, no, I will say break. though. I yeah. will say that what makes up for it is when it goes into that riff right after that. You're just yeah. like. Yes, cool because it's did it, and you and it just rocks. So I, I don't know. It's, at least that part's only about one second long, right. and the rest of it rocks. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'll agree with that. And, and we're getting into the territory here where this is where uh, me listening to this out. Al- this is kind of like me listening to the album for the first time. I'll be honest. I really only knew the singles from this record. So much of this album I had never even heard before, which is weird because I liked load so much. You think I would have spent more time with this, but honestly I didn't. So, um, I think honestly in preparation for this podcast, like earlier this week was the first time I ever heard this song. And I never thought of the sad but true stomp uh, sort of analogy there, but I absolutely hear it now. Um, I, I don't know if I would pick it over sad but true. There are definitely some cool parts of the song. Uh, I really actually do like the verses of the song. I like the vocal melody. Um, it's pretty cool. I do. I think I hate the let's dance part quite a bit there, but like Kevin said, it's only like a second long. So, uh, yeah, and I will, I'll back you up there, Mark. I appreciate Mark, uh, not Mark, uh, 
Kirk doing something a little different with his solo there versus the you know typical Weedle Weedle or like the blues soul. He did something like totally different here. He's almost I wouldn't like you know compare it to like a Tom Morello from a Rage Against the Machine solo, but he's kind of incorporating some like weird kind of sounds in there where it's like it's definitely a little bit more nineties, um, I guess, which would make sense. Yeah. Right. Let's go on to our sequel on sequel album. Um, but not from the same album, if any of that made sense. Um, this is The Unforgiven 2. Come lay beside me This won't hurt, I swear She loves me not, she loves me still But she never love again She lay beside me But she'll be there when I'm gone Black on sky start my comments i want to hear what all three of you have to say about the song that saved me from new metal <laughs> that's all they're gonna say okay and then i'll, I'll back up my, okay my right. love for the song later i'm gonna say that there's you know in the past couple of albums we've gotten a lot of wah pedal um out of the guitars this is my absolute favorite moment in that clip that i just played um, I've always remembered it ever since I heard the song. I've always loved it. It's probably one of my favorite uses of wah of all time. Just that clean kind of eerie falling wah that's going on there. And I absolutely love the callback to Unforgiven One, that guitar part at the end, that spaghetti western sound where it does the same part. You just hear it. You're in tune with it, but it's got the Unforgiven 2 chorus going. I love that part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mark, this is where I'm totally going to back you up here. Uh, this was one of the first songs off this album. I mean, it was out of the singles, like I mentioned, Fuel Memory Remains, and this were the songs that I knew very well from this record going into it. And I, I, I mentioned during the Black Album, when we were talking about Unforgiven, I'm like, I like this song, but might not be my favorite Unforgiven. This is my favorite Unforgiven. I I'm sorry. Yes, I please. love I love it so much. I you know, we were talking about Ronnie from the last episode where um <clears throat> I think Chris was mentioning with the slide guitar where it was getting a little too country and they get very country on this one, especially with the guitars, but I personally love it. I I find it so cool that they took a song like Unforgiven and like 
countrified it so well to the point where I like it better than the original song. I, I think it's fantastic. I love. Uh, I mean, I remember when I was younger, I watched a video of them playing this. I think at the Billboard Awards, and James is out there with like a a yellow Telecaster, and I think it, it just it it pairs so well. I love his singing during the verses. I love the chorus. Like you said, the rhythm guitars underneath are really cool with backing up the vocal melodies and things like that. And yeah, that the wah, I mean, Kirk, the king of the wah, actually does it really well and really tastefully here. So yeah, I, I love this song so much. It's it's my favorite Unforgiven, hands down. And you know, when I go see them, this is the Unforgiven I want to hear. So boys, get it together. <laughs> yeah, funny enough, I... Yeah. Yeah, deep down, I mean, I want to tear this song up, but it is, I mean, yeah, it is a very kind of unique blend of the, like what I was talking about, like with uh, Mama said, where I, was, well, I wasn't I was happy with how they were combining the country elements, where it was almost too much, where you're kind of forgetting that it's Metallica here. It is Metallica. Yeah, you've well, got... Maybe it that, was Mama said. Sorry, Chris, it was Mama You're right. Oh, okay. Um, where here, I think, um, even with those kind of unforgiven one kind of elements, especially in the beginning, I don't know, this is get the, again, it's funny how sometimes even if you, you, you don't want to agree with it, where the melodies just kind of get stuck in your brain and that the song really does that well. Um, yeah, especially, yeah, Kevin, if you could queue up as far as uh, just a moment where the country elements really are kind of balanced well at 123. Second verse. Uh, it might be, you might, you yeah. know, the song, well, you might be able to pick it out. Yeah. Under wicked sky, through back of day, dark of night, we share this paralyzed. Even with there's, that vocal harmony, so. Concrete. Oh yeah, I know. There's just a lot of a lot of bottom on that. Just a lot of yeah, kind of that metal muscle that we that we look for, and it's hard for hard rock bands to do that. I mean, you always when they venture into these territories, you still want them to keep one foot kind of in what they know, and I think this is one of those moments. Um uh i'm not sure if i like it as much as the original but i still i can't uh well because it is it almost has kind of like that cemetery gates feel to it too from pantera yeah, yeah. um mm -hmm. look again, this is terminator I, 2 to terminator 1 right yeah i think okay yeah yeah that's a <laughs> yeah. good way to put it yeah yeah that's not a bad idea um, okay i mean you know I don't, okay so i don't have to kick any of you guys off the show um because yeah. you know, <laughs> Pray yeah, I know this I, song appropriately. I, yeah, I, I wanted to because take it, us it, off the show. Yeah, just, 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 yeah, just yeah, from a songwriting perspective, I wanted you to are the it. unforgiven. Yeah, so, suddenly it goes silent. It's a solo show with just Mark. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. But you All can't, right, yeah, yeah, you can't fault it for yeah, for just yeah. Again, you hear it and then you find yourself even if you're not really noticing, you're singing along and you're humming or you're whatever. Depending on how well versed you are in the song, it. Yeah, it's 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 a group it's a group song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this yeah. was the song, and I, I might have mentioned it earlier when we talked on Forgiven One. But you know, I I discovered this song, and I heard it somewhere, and this was before the era of uh, Shazam or you know being able to just like Google a track by audio. Um, so I had to do some hard work, some deep digging to find the Unforgiven. I kept coming across the Unforgiven One, and I just like, no, that's not what I want. You know, like, and I just kept searching and searching. And I finally found. I probably downloaded it on Napster. That I'm sure Lars would love to hear that. Um, but but <laughs> so, hey, you know, it was 2000, so like, <laughs> I was going to hear it on a radio. You know, like, so there's really no other way for me to discover what this song was. And this song was the bridge song. Like, I was in uh, just crap, like like Limp Bizkit and and Lincoln Park and Blah. Jimmy. <laughs> world and just like just 
like hey. Q on a one and all that. All like, right. I, it's not crap on Jimmy World here. I remember I mean, this freaking band. The, the I, I, that I was into, sure. and, and and I, you know, just just needed a, a <laughs> kick in the butt. Like I needed something to, you know, this is not. If I would have heard Justice or something like that, I would just would have been like, well, there's no bass. You know, it's stupid. Or like if I would have heard Master, I would have been like, well, I don't have time to listen to that. Or, or, or you know, like nobody else I know was listening to that. But like the Unforgiven Two was enough of a bridge for me to go mm. back into like you know I know it's kind of run through the Creed filter. And I know it's really cliche that we're the fourth track ballad with Metallica. Like that's going to end next album. So if you're sick of that, just wait, we've got an album coming for you. But I praised it so much. It's one of my reasons for loving this album, but I just have to play the chorus and listen to those guitar, uh, this, those overtones or the ninths that they're sliding through. It's so lyrical. It sounds like it's, it's, it's almost quartet. Like, like it's not a quartet. Mm -hmm. There's no violin or maybe it's like a quartet of cellos or something. Um, but it's it's so smooth and it's so influential to my writing. And, you know, nobody talks about like everyone talks about twin lead guitars, you know, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, um, like, like Twisted Sister like or whatever. You know, like it's, it's all about the twin leads. And nobody ever talks twin rhythms as much. And I think that this is like this is an A plus, you know, U.S. prime grade A example of what that can be. I mean, I, I might be the only person in the world saying this, but you know, like, hey, I, I, this is like in the air tonight, air drumming level for me. Just some yeah. of those fills that Lars throws in there yeah, at the I, end. Just, just I, I the do, kind of thing that you're just like, boom, right. boom, 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 you know, it's yeah. so cool. Yeah, I do like how all the instruments kind of stand out too, without sounding kind of like where they're trying to step on each other. It's it's kind of yeah, weird. It's yeah, it's mixed well. Like I think the yeah. production on this is better than Load. There's some questionable moments on Load, and yeah, I know these are kind of done around the same time, so there's no reason why it might just be choice of what track ended up where. But mm -hmm. look, I know we're running long, but I had to just show my love for the Unforgiven too, and that part of my history in music. Understood. Let's dig into the meat of the album here with track five. Uh, that's better than you. Patented Kevin Short comments. Uh, oh, okay. I thought you were gonna. Uh, I, I, no, I, I thought no, you were gonna no. sing. <laughs> no, not yet, not yet. But song probably could have ended at, at three minutes and forty seconds, and not been another minute and a half after that. There's um, a lot of that on here. <laughs> yeah. However, for some reason, walking around this week, and I'm thinking in my head. Better than you. <laughs> Better than you. <laughs> don't know. Don't know why, but at least the song's not forgettable because okay. I look at it, I see the title, and I'm like, "Better than you." Like, Goddamn! So, one of those I, Alex. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what, how this song goes. But it's, 
<laughs> I'll get yeah. to those later, but this is not one yeah. of them. So there we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, you know, the I love the ending of this song. Um, how it kind of has that kiss. I love it loud. Where like that false ending. Um, you know, it's kind of a, a Bob Rock thing too. At this point, it's '97. Like it's not that innovative. But let me play a little bit of that because it really picks up the pace a touch. Okay, so you got that tempo in your head. Here's my bold idea for this song. Bold idea. That tempo should have been the whole song's tempo. The verses should have been at that tempo. And the choruses, the better than you, should have been halftime. I think how cool would that have been? What a great producer suggestion. Yeah, I mean, just like Where it, were you? Been, uh, it would was, have been a rocker <laughs> right there in the five spot, right after the bell. Like we don't need another sad but true stomp, but with yeah. just that like halftime, that would have been mm-hmm. so mean and nasty. And like if you were listening to that live, you'd be like, "When do we get into the slow part? Here it goes." Yeah, better than yeah, right. the whole arena, and then just just rocks. Oh, it's like such yeah. a missed opportunity. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Bob. Yeah, you know this is. <laughs> There was a lot of that on. That's what this we song. pay you two hundred thousand dollars an album to do. Yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. This, uh, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, the, uh, again, another song I should be trashing, but man, again, that just main riff and that chorus. Again, it's like it's like that meat hook. It's not just a hook; it's a meat hook. It grabs you, even if the rest of the song is sub par. Yeah, like the like the verses. I just can't. I, I just heard. I just think like mid nineties. Yeah, like being squeezed by being strength, being yeah, just think of a bubble like that says mid 90s and it just gets around your neck and starts like trying to hang you. And that's this, uh, that's 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 how I, yeah, that's how I came away. This is one of those, again, listening to this album three times and hearing that, I'm like, God, why couldn't they have come up with a more metal sounding and not a alternative rock verse? Or so, I mean, it's, uh, they could have double timed it, that's what that's they interesting. did, and then. Uh, let me uh, oh, go ahead, Alex. Do you? No, I was just going to okay. say that's interesting that you guys mentioned that because honestly, the verses are my favorite part of the song and my chorus is the least favorite part of the song. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's, <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I guess I'll just end with the. I just find the the chorus just to be kind of, it's like repeated over and over and it's just yeah, it's like, great. I don't know, lazy. <laughs> but I don't know. Hey, that's just me. Right. Uh, and that weird gurgly kind of spoken word thing underneath the uh, I, I, they probably could have done without that. that blah, 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 blah. I, I, I can't do it. I don't know if anybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, oh <my> <laughs> yeah there's some questionable production decisions on this song yeah. for sure. But the the the, yeah. the, 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 the the ingredients are good. It is. Yeah. No, I I agree. I know it's one of those you you'd love to hate it, but yeah, there are. But you can't. Like Kevin said earlier, you just find yourself walking around just belting out. Yeah, better than you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Somebody tells you what to do around the house better yeah. than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Make me vacuum the family room. <laughs> he looks like he's listening to better than you. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the better than you stomp. Stop, yeah. yeah, we're going to keep going on anyway, this album because next time I torch hit- that ant colony out back. <laughs> <laughs> we, we only have one last song than load, believe it or not on this album um so we got a quite a few to get through and we're gonna go to slither
It's not a bad riff, but I'm going to put forward a motion here to uh, change the name of this song to Generic 90s Metallica. Not only is it generic, let me just play that here. Let me make sure you guys can hear it this time because it <laughs> doesn't really do any good when you're just listening to silence. Um, you know, okay. Like, it's, it's like, I mean... Don't forget my son to include everyone. Yeah, yeah. I'll fuck you in when we're thin. Keep you free uh, from yeah. sin until the sandman he comes. I hope you enjoyed my I, singing. I there. think we got our opening uh, thirty seconds right there. <laughs> all right, I'm, yeah, I'm that's all I have to say. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a, oh, just a no. mashup of all of, of all those. Um, all right, I'm gonna read a uh, this segment from this article that I've kind of from medium.com. This guy wrote a very interesting and very kind of insightful uh, article, but I'm going to read this one (laughs) section that kind of goes back to what you, uh, what you guys were saying. The arrangements are conventional and many of the riffs are God forbid stock sounding like Papa had put them together without little thought, perhaps sitting on the sofa, sipping a lukewarm beer and watching (laughs) the giants on the telly. I love that. (laughs) And it does. Stock riffs. Yeah, yeah, it's it, very stock. Yeah, yeah, and it does. It sounds like he was just like, okay, we just need, okay, we're putting a Metallica record together. Okay, I just got to belt out simple kind of. And again, you can say, okay, yeah, they're catchy, but it's like it's not like the innovative Metallica catchiness that we've come to love. Um, yeah. I and again, yeah, just yeah, that I don't know why. Maybe I'm starting to get like Mark. Just that '90s production is just starting to get on my nerves. Yeah, just that '90s. <laughs> That sound of the '90s. Yeah, and and, t- and and let me get. Let's see if you guys agree. Um, I think Kevin. I think you played the one of the verses where he re- really kind of hits those high marks. Yeah. Doesn't it? Doesn't it kind of sound like he's trying to do Steven Tyler a little bit? Yeah, that's where I was gonna get. Okay, <laughs> all right, you you get out of my head. All right, but no, that's good. That makes that makes, that makes this easier for discussion. But it's like God yeah. forbid. I mean, yeah, this is again one of those where there's not any original ideas on a song again it's Allison chains again it's aerosmith without sounding original yeah yeah again mm-hmm. in the early days of metallica yeah they took from the new album genre but they sounded like themselves they created something new and exciting here again it's god forbid stock <laughs> yeah it's not sagging but it's yeah. it's it's regurgitation yeah yeah i'm gonna back that up as well i mean the verses this is the part where James's voice I feel like now he's really trying to like get into that's when I don't know you start getting into that sort of cartoonish Beavis and Butthead where you kind you can almost kind of make fun of him for you know getting into that persona and this is where I really start to notice it. it's funny that you guys mentioned that you hated it on the load but like I feel like he didn't fully get there yet he was he was definitely getting there more than the other albums for sure but now he's like if that album, he was like 75, 80% there. Now he's like really trying it. And I I just, I don't know. I can't really it's, it's annoying. do it. And I'm going to just yeah. say, uh, I'll, I'd will i rather take Velvet Revolver Slither over this. Thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's and, let's move on to some more uh, Metallica as we have quite a lot. Of it left, left. Yeah. Um, that would be a Carpe Diem Baby. <laughs>
Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 we're getting there. Like it's it's starting to sag. The diapers starting to fill up. Like it's, like it's, <laughs> there's there's like, our there's there's our soundbite of the night. Yeah. <laughs> The I'm not quite sagging. sure that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure that. Um, I mean, the music is still cool enough, but yeah, yeah, I'm not a big lyrics guy. Late. But listening to these uh, albums for discussion purposes, it's it's kind of so bad it takes me out of the song. It's Sammy Hagar level at his worst. Carpe diem, baby. Yeah. I feel like it's bad David Lee Roth, like thinking David Lee Roth 2020 strutting around Las Vegas stage. Oh, Carpe boy. diem, baby. <laughs> God. Um, Might even be Gary Schroen level. I don't know. Right. Fire in the hole or something. Right. Yeah, luckily. I uh, forgot about that song. Oh, oh this God. is great. Uh, um,. Yeah, again, we, here we have another kind of interchangeable, like, intro riff. Like, I again, these are all, at this point, they're all just melding together. I can't remember any of these, and I can't put them to each individual. Kevin, cue it up. Yeah. What, the intro riff? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I was just going to move on to bands. <laughs> okay, <don't> <laughs> Uh, was this song on the uh, S&M record? Because uh, it has that orchestral part that Kevin played where they were uh, during the, uh, um, what was that, the pre-chorus, I think, where it has almost like, where it feels like there's almost like an orchestra playing up against James's um, uh, I vocals. Could, I could hear where you would think that. I don't think so, and, and I'll state why. Um, when I was doing some research on this album, um, you know, you guys know me so much. I'm such like a live guy. And a lot of the times I like watching live versions. And a lot of times the live versions are what <clears throat> kind of get me to bend an ear to a lot of these songs. And, you know, that's how they kind of become my favorites. And this is actually one of the few songs off this album that they've actually played live a few times. Uh, the first time they ever played it, uh, I think it was back in 2011, uh, when Metallica was doing those anniversary shows mm, in San right. Francisco where they were getting all those like special guests and they were playing all these rare songs and they debuted this song there. And I was watching it and I th I want to say I maybe even watched the live version before I really listened to the studio version and I'm like, eh, maybe they shouldn't have played this one. Like, yeah. it, it just, it wasn't that <laughs> It's a great. Grower. Yeah, it wasn't that great. But to be honest, it's kind of in a way like reluctantly growing on me a little bit and I think my favorite part of the song and it's, kind of weird maybe more from a guitar player's um yeah. standpoint kev i know you're having some issues there but if you get a chance to play right around 40 like the 42nd mark james and kirk hit this huge d chord they do this like rake and it's this like humongous like open d chord and it's just, oh i think like, i know i think i know what you're talking huge. about yeah it's yeah. just like so <laughs> I, I love it so much i think i know what you're talking about yeah yeah, I we're just, yeah. I filling. really don't mind that verse. I really hate the frick. What does he say? Hit Dirk, shake tree. I mean, like, shut. Like, we don't need that. Okay. I hate that <laughs> lyric. I yeah, hate is, that lyrics. And I'm not a lyric guy, but I hate that. Yeah, this but, is Millionaire Metallica. Yeah. Millionaires? Yeah. But I, I kind of don't, you know, mind the. Uh, the chorus is kind of interesting. It's a little different with the I, I, like that at first I didn't like, but it's like. All right, they're trying a little something different here. This is a different sounding song, and I don't mind the turnaround back into the 
the riff and in, into in the verse. So I mean, I'm not gonna like really back this song and say it's a stock is rising song, but there's you know a couple it's cool parts here. Giving some I dividends, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, well, oh, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say let's complete the sag and go on the bad seed. Okay. Did you yeah. have something real important or? No, just... again, just pulling influences without uh, kind of really offering anything new. Uh, at 420 on this song, it kind of gave, gave me some massive uh, Sabbath vibes. If... Yeah. Yeah, with that. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, with that kind of, yeah, I don't know. That's again, Almost this too is, much. It, it, yeah, this era is just a hodgepodge of just influences without trying to be yourself. There. Okay, right. I said well, it. Well, let's, <laughs> let's cue True. up the yeah. telephone voice, everyone, and let's get in the bad seat. Thank you for cutting that part out. I I got a a few things here to say about this song. (laughs) Um, I put a song in the chat. Um, We're going to, you know, it's so funny that we so so often compared Motley Crue and Metallica. But here I'm going to go ahead and compare Van Halen to uh, Metallica. And if you listen to the song I put in the chat, it is a song that Van Halen recorded for the Best of Both Worlds compilation, which actually happened to kind of, in a way, be my introduction to the band. It was like, it was the greatest hits, but they recorded three songs in the studio with Sammy Hagar and put them on uh, that double disc. And from the song, it's about time. Just play the opening first couple seconds and tell me what you think. Right? That sounds a little familiar, huh? And yeah, oh, actually, uh, yeah. it's like the same key. But I'm going to go ahead and say, guys, I, I know Kevin was saying continue on with the bloat, but this is my stock is rising song. I think mm. this is a great song. I, I, Kevin I, I, stocks on the rise. I actually happen to like this song. It's uh, it's shorter. Is this the s- shortest song on the album? I believe it is. Only four minutes and five seconds. Uh, this is right. one, you know, you were talking about, you know, looking cool and, you know, walking down the driveway. Uh, I think this song beats out Devil's Dance and Better Than You for me. I love it. I love the harmonies mm. during that chorus right back into the bad seed. Uh, I ha- absolutely hate the freaking telephone part. That oh, I know. sucks. <laughs> Get that out of here. See, I, I was. I was. the song I think is I was with you. And I was so with you, Alex, until I got to the telephone part, and then it just tanked the song. Yeah, now everybody, now sure. yeah, it's like uh. that's the thing about '90 songs. They seem to have these moments of 
spicy ingredients and parts that are there. And then there are just other yeah. parts that you're just like, oh, my God, that's so 90s. I can't take it. Right. Yeah, they're uh, yeah, again, like Alex, I have a few points to make. Hopefully I'm not going to drag this out or try not to drag this out too long. Yeah, the intro riff. Tell me if it doesn't feel like I'm broken by Pantera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kev, or who, who has a functioning system? Let me cue that up. Yeah, that. That, that. Yeah, that sounds like a dime bag riff right there. Yeah, yeah just, yeah. I, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But it's not, but it's, but it doesn't, but it's not, it, but like with that, I mean, that's Pantera. I mean, that's, you can see that's okay. Wow. That's really kind of catchy. And that's why, wow. What is that here? No, that's, and this came out how many, what, five years after that. Um, Mm. again, the other talk box, uh, like the uh, uh, riff underneath. Yeah. I don't know why it just gave me Bon Jovi vibes. Uh, like, and again, this is what, three years before it's my life, but it gave me that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Try. Yeah. Again, there. Okay. So that's uh, issue number two. Uh, then again, yeah, the ma- the megaphone phone, like kind of uh, spoken word vocal. Yeah, I can't stand it. I will say I'll give this one. Uh, I'll give one thumbs up uh, for the guitar solo at two twenty two. Kevin or Mark, if you can cue it up, it, real Kevin clapped in kind of woman tone vibe to it that I actually liked, even for kind of a. Kind of reminded me of like Cream Era Clapton, which I kind of appreciated a little bit. Again, just a different take on the blues. Yeah, where it's not just Kirk Hammett doing a blues solo, where it's like, okay, it's like, okay, the influence is working here. Not, yeah, yeah, I would have liked to have seen more of that, but unfortunately, there's not much more of that. Yeah, this is a lot of weird things in this song. Again, like, this yeah. is an album of strong ingredients that might not be mixed always right together. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, but the ingredients are good. Um, it's like a fruitcake. Yeah. I mean, I, I can agree <laughs> that the uh, stock might be ticking upward on this song. I'm not sure. I'm kind of conflicted, uh, between Chris and Alex. Um, one thing that kind of takes me out of the song too, and talk, talked about influences. Um, you know, this is kind of cool. Uh, could do that, oh God. Yeah, it irritates me. <laughs> I mean that, that's cool, but I mean it's just it's just like yeah. a D riff and everything, yeah. and it's so bottom heavy that it brings to mind this. Anybody familiar with that song? Mm-mm. No. What is it? Like, yeah. I'm hearing big bottoms in this <laughs> Metallica riff here. I mean, it's kind of got like almost like a like oh, a porno groove to it that is just like sure. a little cringy from a band like yep. Metallica. And I'm just it not. Pretty, it is pretty <laughs> generic. Like you could tell they were probably just in the rehearsal room and we're like, all right, we're just going to come up with like heavy drop tuning riffs just to like. You know, simple, but just like, yeah, this will get people going. It's, yeah, it is, I, it's kind of simple and generic, but I don't know, something about it kind of still works for me. But, you know, that's all right. Let's all move right. on. I, I, think <laughs> to, I think we need to roll <laughs> with uh, where the wild thing goes.
like this sounds like ten different songs that I can't quite put my finger yes. on which songs those are. <laughs> but there's so many pieces of this song and it's just such a jumble. Like it's just that you know that toy soldiers off to war it's kind of a cool part and then like it sounds like stone temple pilots there and like i kind of get more creed filter over here and alice and, in like, chains yeah alice in chains <laughs> and like sound garden and, yeah. and like it's like what 10 songs are those i'm not sure but maybe you guys know hmm that, that i i kind of understand where you're coming from I, i'm gonna have a short comment and this is all it's gonna be kevin stalks on the rise that's it a, I, I uh, a mistake okay. <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh, I, I, no, okay. no reason. It's the right button. Well, I can't uh, wait to hear this uh, one. It's got an eerie feeling to me that I don't get on like well the last four songs, maybe three songs, and, and it, it switched it up in such a nice way. I mean, you can say what you you can debate the merits of Bad Seed. Yeah, you can say what you want about Carpe Diem, baby. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can say what you want about Slither. Blah 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 blah. But I got to this song and it was like a breath of fresh air to me. Uh, of the and I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of interesting. I'll so. give you some support too in saying that this is the kind of song I'm not giving anything away yet, but that I would buy just for uniqueness sake. Yeah, just to show I, what I, the band that, can that, do. That's, jump, that's jumping around a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I guess I could back that up. I mean, the part that you played there, what does he say? So wake up, sleepy one. Like, that is, that is interesting. There's a little bit of like a lullaby kind yeah. of eerie, eerie kind of tone to it. And it is a little different. Like, you hear this song, and it's like, ooh, I really haven't heard them do anything like this before. Uh, so, like, I, I'll give him props there for uniqueness. Um, but I don't know. I, I like, I look a lot at a lot of this album and I look at these songs and it was fun, like visiting a lot of the stuff for the first time, but you know, so much of the stuff, like I wouldn't, like if I'm jamming Metallica, like I can't say like, Oh man, fuck, let's put on where the wild things are. That's what I'm craving right now. <laughs> it's not, it's not it's a just, girl gone bad for you. you no, know, it's just, it's, it's a little forgettable, yeah. I guess for me, but, um, yeah, yeah, I'll back you up with that. I, I do not mind that part. And yeah, it is a little different coming out of the bad seed, you know, the kind of maybe more generic rocker stomper. So, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it's funny you, you, you guys mentioned that one kind of clean vocal part. Uh, it's funny, it kind of gives me pumpkins vibes a little bit as far as where I could see yeah. Billy Corgan kind of singing that with his kind of more nasally vocal style. Shrill, oh yeah. Uh, but again, that's pretty much, yeah, the only kind of thumbs up i can give um on this very long song um again just i hate to say because i i mean i brought it up so many times but this is probably the most blatant use of, of allison chains i've ever seen on a load or a reload yeah. Right? yeah kevin i want you to play 439 i just want to show you where it's almost like they're not even trying to be metallica it's like okay we're just gonna be them <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was looking in the credits, like, did, yeah, did Jerry uh, and uh, Lane sing on here? Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> God, damn, like, really? 
It's yeah, funny I, you yeah. mention that because there's yeah. a video. There's a video, and I remember. I'm trying to digress, but it's just funny because it makes you wonder. There's a video of uh, like Alice in Chains when they reunited. They're playing at Rockham Ring or something, and they're playing Wood, and James comes out and sings the song. I, so I, it's I, like I know, they obviously I, knew about each other and were friends. No, they. So. I, I think they were friend, uh, friends, if I remember. Um, like, and they're behind the music uh, when uh, Alice in Chains did their unplugged thing. I guess Metallica was there. At that show, and I guess there there was a little bit of kind of giving crap to it because I guess that was when Metallica was in their full kind of we're rock stars phase, yeah, like trimmed hair or whatever you want to call it. But uh, but apparently, I think they were kind. Of, I think I still are friends. Uh, one more thing I got to bring up you know, with this song, as far as just you got to point out some of the goofy lyrics where you're just talking, okay, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, this yeah, call to arms, the trumpet sound, fire trucks trapped out of reach, all clowns reinforce the rear. And then slingshots fire into the air. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know. That's, that's all. Yeah, I don't know why it's 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 like a combination of like the band writing with their kids, like just writing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like how, like like son. Okay, can you you want <laughs> you want to help daddy? lyrics with dad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so there's just yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's right. yeah. I okay. think you can see where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah, in- interesting. Because I rub my eyes. Move yeah. on to. Another wonderful song title. borrow a page from Kevin's book with my comment Mm. on this song here's my comment (laughs) I got nothing (laughs) I wrote nothing (laughs) down for this song (laughs) got nothing to say about it totally forgot about it couldn't think of how it goes just move on that's so yeah, funny I don't know. how we're all on the... Well, I don't know. I won't speak yet, but go ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah, kind of the opposite for me. I mean, I get yeah, it's it's a stock song, but I don't know. It, it just rocks. I just love that main riff. I mean, again, it yeah, it kind of gives me those ACDC vibes. Uh, this is also, I think, would be the perfect song to like a 90s, like intro to a 90s action movie, like like Escape from L.A. or something. Yeah, it just has that kind of... Yeah, again, we're, again, just working for a studio where you can just, like, we got this song that we can sell to a movie. And I think it, uh, I think it would work perfect in that context. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you hate it as much. Uh, yeah, the lyrics are a little I don't hate cheesy. It. I, just, I had nothing to say about it. I just, okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's, it's almost like I'm tired of Metallica at this point, and they should have really trimmed <laughs> okay. the. They should have emptied the diaper. Okay. <laughs> why? Why is this? Why is this song six minutes? I, I wasn't even going to put I, anything in the chat yeah, for this song. Yeah, I was just going to move I, I, on to Low Man's lyric. But yeah. why is this song six minutes? Yeah, I I can agree with that. But I just <laughs> I, I just love the riffing in this song and and that solo part that you played again. Yeah, it's a stock solo, but I think it just fits the tempo. Yeah, so well. Or it's mm-hmm. like one of those, especially in a live setting. I can see where you just bust into it and just yeah, bringing the house down. Mm-hmm. Uh. And yeah, again, I hate to admit, I like some of the cheesy lyrics on here too. Um, is, is yeah, at least in, within the context of the song. Yeah, I'm the suit that 
uh, and tie that bleeds the street and still wants more. Yeah, I think it's kind of that uh, as somebody who's kind of in the gutter but continues to kind of push through. Yeah, like I know I've kind of broke, uh, burned all the bridges, but oh, oh well. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, again, yeah, I'm the 45 that's in your mouth. I'm a dirty, dirty whore. I don't know. Jesus. That's just a gr- that's a great hard rock sleaze lyric. Yeah, that I know that's not really their stock and trade, but I think it works. Yeah. Well, in this more kind of fun song, but uh, mm, yeah, I guess I'm yeah, those are interesting points. Um, because I was more on Mark's side, where this was one of those ones where I kind of looked at the track list and I'm like, How does that one go again? Um, I <laughs> had to say that I honestly kind of hated the lyrics, like especially where he opens up the the song and the verses with oh, I know. Le- less of a singing, but more of just kind of like the yeah, talking I, I, monotonous. I and agree. Kind yeah. of, and, and if you rewind to our night game episodes, my least favorite songs were the ones where it was more talking vocals versus actually like a melodic right. singing melody. I yeah, mean, it, but that is yeah. interesting that you mentioned that it could be like a soundtrack song because I could hear that. And one thing that I, I, I kind of feel bad that it took me so long to mention this um, I don't know if you guys <laughs> have ever seen this. We're talking action movies here, but um, I'm gonna go off a little tangent here. But I'm such a big <laughs> I'm such a big Tom Cruise fan, okay? And I'm a big fan of the first two Mission Impossible movies. Oh yeah. And dare I say I like Mission Impossible two more? That's like my Terminator two to Terminator one for me. I oh, like Mission Impossible okay. two more. And you guys might, you know, maybe you guys might know where I'm going at here, but uh, I think that movie came out in the year 2000, and Metallica actually contributed a song yeah. to that soundtrack, I and it was I, called I Disappear. I Disappear. I disappear. Yeah. That's a great and song. And for some reason, I absolutely associate Load, Reload, The Short Hair, The Red, and Fire, and all of that to Mission Impossible. The end scene where it's the motorcycle chase, you know. Tom's got the black glasses on and the all black and his hair's blown in the we wind. And I just, I see that and I just think of like load, reload, I disappear. And I could kind of see that here. And I think that's why I like this album so much because I kind of have like, I don't know, a childhood memory, like a movie to pair it with. And there's like a visual. I don't know. That might be digressing here. But uh, yeah, I don't really care for this song. Let's move on. No, God. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that tangent. In fact, it wrapped up so quickly. And you have the, have the next song queued up. But uh, yeah, we're going to go to Low Man's Lyric. I can't wait to hear this one. The hurdy gurdy can go to hell. <laughs> Somebody I'm email sorry. us at I... lighttheskypodcast at gmail.com. A good song with a hurdy gurdy. <laughs> <laughs> that might 
might be the first song I've ever heard with a Hurdy Gurdy in. Uh, I'm sorry, I really didn't mean to laugh over that song because it gave away my thoughts, but I couldn't help it. Who's first? Can I go? Can I just go real quick? I'm go. Nobody's first. <laughs> Nobody. We're all last can on this song. Say, there was one little part of that song that turnaround. What's the lyric in there? Let me look it up real quick. There was actually one. Who there's cares? like like literally a second of this song that I actually like. Where is it? Uh, what I've let me be like that little turnaround and that chord I like, but the rest of the song, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> This is my part two of the Irish jig with the buckle shoes. I knew you were going to say that. This is it. This Break is out the it. leprechaun. They're just, oh, boy. The, they're just, they're eating the, the cabbage and the... Uh, Jeez. Just, they're at a pub in like Edinburgh and the leprechaun comes up with the little buckle shoes and the Guinness draft. I freaking hate it. Can you play? There's two parts of this song. Uh, two minutes and five seconds and two minutes and 15 seconds. There's two lines in uh, James's vocals where like he does like an auto-tune or his like voice cracks or something. And it's like, this is where Mar Chris was saying, like, is there like something going on with the vocals on this album where it sounds a little weird? This is where... Secret I, I hate Oh, that, that is weird. That hand and that reality. I like, I, I got it. But if anything, you know, I got to give him props for like taking a chance. Because, you know, they do Mama Said and they do the 90s country song. And here you got the freaking river dance going on here. And it's just like, I don't know. In a way, it kind of works. But I still, I hate this song so much. <laughs> I wow. think that this was so influential that three years later, Lil Flip released the Leprechaun album. If you remember <laughs> that album cover, Kevin. <laughs> remember that Lil Flip's Leprechaun? Look can, that can one you, up. Can you just it's pop a, that This is a metal answer to, to Lil Flip's The Leprechaun. Please look that up if you are online. <laughs> you will love Mo money I, or uh, uh, diamonds even. in your face. Oh my god! I <laughs> for the leprechaun theme. It looks like a cover of Lucky Charms. Yeah, yeah just that I, I think, gold pimp suit. Yeah. I, oh my god! I think right, you guys Chris, bring it back to the metal talk. Yeah, I think you guys just sucked all the energy out of me. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, I. Yeah, I'm not going to be as your stocks on the rise. I hope not, Chris. Come on. Yeah, it. <laughs> it, it is actually. This was kind of like what uh, better than you was to Kevin. This is what this song was for me. It's like, OK, maybe it's not that conventional, but I found myself like humming this song and singing this song quite a bit. I don't know why I it just again for me personally. I mean, the yeah, with the hurdy gurdy, who gives a shit? I mean, really? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I OK, I, 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 I'm going to fly the flag <laughs> the for the hurdy gurdy. It's the song and it sucks. <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to fly. I'm going to fly that flag for the crowd else to say it. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> is that Chris for real? Is be river dancing in his tube socks to this song. After you got, the you got him right. As soon as I go upstairs, no, I'm, 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 too, I'm too tired. Saunter up the stairs, drinking a green river. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I worked yeah, like a nine and a half hour day today, so yeah, I'm not. There's no river dancing going to be happening <laughs> before bed. Yeah, got him through the day. Um. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, just taking it. His mama as, said, but yeah. then. Yeah, you're thinking. How can yeah, I? How can I? How? Yeah, how can I condemn Mama said and support this? Well, I'm gonna. It's the most inconsistent thing I've ever heard. Just, I, th- I thought this was American. No, yeah, no. <laughs> this, this, this is on par with terminating Jump. Yeah, you're. you're <laughs> He's gonna be behind the man's lyric. Okay. We must okay, all terminate okay, it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Picking aside all the weird instrumentation, all the weird vocal, I like the melody. I mean, when you're just when when James is just singing normally, I I don't know. I like that. It it resonated with me. Yeah, shoot me, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Chris. Can you do us a favor though? Can you put this on at at the office when people are getting their teeth worked on? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to Skype from my phone to make sure all of you guys are. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to give an opinion other than that. But I, I would just love to like the people sitting in the chair. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> like, the music. We don't want bellowing out through the yeah, break I'll, room. I'll splice that in between all the new agey electronica that I play. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no, no, okay. I, just you know, you I think that this is in. my walking down the driveway song. This is what I want to go get my garbage to. <laughs> the hurdy gurdy <laughs> of low man's lyric. Can you a bunch of can you just imagine a bunch of normies just sailing down the Chicago River on St. Patty's Day with their arms interlocked, just kind of singing this with the green beers? Yeah. I guess we'll have to get you guys drunk enough to, to make that happen. <laughs> I think you need to buy a boat already so we can go crank this and see how well it goes. Yeah, that, that'll be our, that'll be our, yeah if my dad well if we ever get a boat yeah, that'll be our maiden voyage song as we're as we're departing the dock just <laughs> pulling away from the marina just, oh, they're just riding off into the sunset the low man's lyric yeah, the hurdy gurdy please more okay. song uh that i will bring up kevin's point of the metal community and i think that there's so many people that will just hate or just pass over the song because well it's on reload you know it's it's track 12 it's it's filler i think this song is one of the best non-opening openers that i've heard i feel like you could open a show with this and i'd be fine it's not the most sophisticated song i don't think we should expect that from metallica after this point this song suffers more than any other song i've heard for being like this you could literally think of this as track 26 on a 27 track album and 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 like it's just this horrible placement like for such a song i want to play a clip too because you know we've talked about Allison Chains, we've talked about Pantera, we've talked about Lil Flip. Um, <laughs> so, who does this sound like?
Any ideas? Uh, um, nothing. You're gonna say it, and I'm gonna be like, "Yep, that's who it is." Yeah, so no, like, exactly is it like, is it like some like is it some '90s, early 2000s like new metal guy, like a Marilyn no. Manson or something? No, I get strong GNR vibes right there. Okay, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I hear rhythm. Slash. I hear yeah, just like. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I, thought, guitar, I, thought, yeah. I thought. Oh, I thought you were talking about the the vocal there. I'm sorry. No, yeah, just the right. solo. Just the guitar like, playing. I, yeah. Well, yeah. I hear it's, so it's, much slash there for yeah. some reason. I could just picture like cigarette hanging out of the mouth, top yeah. hat. That's, like, that's a good uh, observation. I like to hear yeah. that, you know, like in in my Metallica. So that that's cool. Like, yeah. to, just don't put it in track 26 or whatever. You know? Right. Yeah. This is. Uh, yeah. Again, kind of like. Uh, yeah, very simplified. Yeah, just kind of raging. Your, yeah, raging, kind of like fuel, like the very simplified, but again, very catchy. Yeah, the grooves are just yeah, stomping. Yeah, the tempo is just it makes yeah. This is again, I can imagine it would be a really great uh, live state uh, live song. Um, funny enough, uh, I don't know. If, I don't, I'm not going to waste as far as queuing up the what the intro kind of reminded me of. Uh, do, do you remember? I don't know, Alex um, from the Eagles. Get over it. You're uh, from the. Uh, I do actually know that song. Yeah, you know yeah. the intro kind of really reminds me of this intro. Uh, yeah, my yeah dad's where it's kind of got that Eagles fan, so I grew up with that band. So yeah, you know that song. Yeah, that kind of descending. If you listen to that, yeah, it, it's almost identical to this. Uh, but I do love it though even here even even if it is kind of a ripoff but uh uh yeah this yeah, yeah what can you say uh and that oh god that chorus uh, you know it's funny mark i was thinking just when he gets goes into that i was just thinking of being in your convertible with the top down just riding down yeah, yeah. born into it a, sleep just, at the wheel yeah again yeah, i could just see just, yeah with like a drone uh, like above us just filming us just i don't know just driving somewhere who who, yeah. who, who, who the hell cares Putting out horsepower basically yeah. it kind of makes me want to do that now we got to make that happen <laughs> it's so it's so interesting yeah. how I, i've noticed this throughout this whole album doing this episode so far how much mark and i are on the same page with this album because when you were reviewing this song you like took the words out of my mouth i mean I'm gonna. I, I don't know if you. I guess you can have two stock is rising songs in the album, but this sure. is definitely stock is rising number two. Um, I Kevin stocks on the rise. I, I love the pre-chorus, the I hunger, I eat, and just that bone into attitude. That part is so like sick. Like this is where they get a little yeah. bit more back into the punk rock. Right. This kind of fast flying down the highway, almost like holier than now. It's it so in, makes it's, you it's very infectious. Fly. I know. It's... Yeah. And, and and Mark, you're so right. Where it's like it's so unfair that this song was buried because honestly, like a lot of these songs on this album. This was the first time I ever listened to the song was like earlier this week reviewing it. I'm like, man, that's kind of a bummer because this is such a great song. And uh, kind of like how Thorn Within on Load for me, how it's so far down in the track listing where people probably don't even bother with it. But it's it was my yeah. favorite song. This, in a way, is kind of the same thing. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I love the song. And it's funny. Like, you know, because I know you love this record so much, and this is what you got you in a Metallica, and Load is like that for me, and I maybe don't like this album as much as, as you do. It's kind of back and forth, but I feel like we kind of, in a way, agree a lot on this album, and uh, yeah, I'm just going to mirror your comments. I, I think Seems like exact. you need to pick up your score from a four. Maybe it might be on the rise. <laughs> yeah, what's bit. going on here? I don't, well, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll explain my rating again once we get to it, but I think it's pretty on par. All okay. right. Well, All right. I... I 
I actually will agree with a lot of what was said here. I feel bad for this song being in the spot that it is because it's solid. Um, let's close this thing out with <laughs> Fixer. of Metallica's career next to Dyer's Eve, in my opinion. Oh, I see the faces being made. Uh, there is so much to this song. I know it's not, um, you know, it's probably, you know, a little too long as we could, it's kind of just a generic <coughs> comment at this point, but <laughs> I mean, I love the walk down um, in, 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 the, in the riff, um, the dual guitars to open it, the drawling pain that I know it's a little contrived, but you know, in terms of how James delivers these lyrics and I just have to submit just to save some time later that this is going to be my 30 seconds, love it or hate it, flush it or terminate. This is my 30 seconds that best represent this album. Lars triplet drums fills. I love them. Maybe yeah, you don't agree. I think that this is know, my 30 seconds for the album. It's funny and it's only slightly. You're kind of b- b- bumping this a little bit for me up. Uh, I guess you could say stocks on the rise, uh, especially with those vocals. Kevin stocks on the is. rise. Um, I will still say, I mean, this is probably the one song I had the and overall that I had the hardest because it's eight minutes. I mean, after what an hour and how many minutes? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, you you finish off with an eight, and your brain's just not absorbing anymore. I mean, you're. Uh, I will admit, I do like uh, kind of the Hendrixy solo Kirk does in the beginning, around like forty seconds. Kevin, can you play that? Kind of nice vibey moment there. Um, I want to see if you guys noticed the same thing as far as, I mean, not, not that James hasn't really evolved as a singer, but there's one moment on here where I'm like, that doesn't sound like James anymore at 140. Uh, I want to see if you guys agree.
Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, it's weird. There's, uh, I mean, yeah, the Yaz give it away, but yeah, as far as when he's sitting those higher, it kind of disappears a little bit. Uh, His vocal and, delivery is definitely different, and I like it in this it, song. It's just so right? painful. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have to, because I don't, I could probably dwell for a while. I think mean, it's eight minutes of material. But uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this might be my favorite Metallica song of all time. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I have no qualms saying that at all. I don't even think it's a long song. If I feel like it actually uses its time wisely. I tried. Um, I, really I never, did. <laughs> I never get bored once during it, and I think maybe the benefit for me is that I've always loved this song. What do you it's think? Like, I would, I would load this song up, you know, without listening to the rest of the album. So it wasn't like a churn for me to get to this song. Yeah. What, you what know? do you think about so the- I, I would, I would go straight for it. What do you think about the placement? To the rest. What do you think about its placement? I, I do like where it is at actually. the end. Okay. Now, do do I think that maybe three or four other songs could have been cut? before so it makes it <laughs> a little bit faster i'm looking at you low man's lyric mm-hmm. you know get your seven no. minutes off my album <laughs> and, and and carpe diem baby that could have been 13 minutes we could have yeah. had less and you would have felt better about you know this would have been a longer song but i don't know it's that that opening gives me chills every time yeah. I mean, as, it, as much as i like this song too i feel like it might have benefited more from a bleeding me placement Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'm starting. To, I'm starting to feel that I didn't give this song enough of a chance. Just maybe because after trying to get through what, yeah, all this other. <laughs> I can. I, it, I you it. just listen. You just listen to 70 minutes of Metallica, and then you, and then you get to this. It's a one-two punch yeah. with Attitude and Fixer on tracks 26 and 27. Yeah, but I, I feel that because again, that that part that Mark played as far as the vocals are actually very. Now that I listen to it, uh, now that we're discussing it, I'm kind of appreciating it. A little bit more yeah where it's like yeah that is actually very well constructed kind of not your run-of-the-mill load era metallica yeah mm-hmm. I, I Alex, your thoughts I, this I, is, I, uh... I, yeah i don't know chris i was more on your <laughs> i was more on your initial thoughts on it i i i didn't understand the love for this song <laughs> i'm gonna be honest i mean the coolest part of the song to me was the title <laughs> i don't know yeah. I, I i just maybe it is that maybe it's just because it's like at the very end of the album but it was maybe like the one where I, again I couldn't remember how it went. Yeah, oh yes, I, I get the yeah. I don't know. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would even say, like I, I at least I knew how Low Man's lyric went. Like this one, I didn't even know how it went. I yeah, there's 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 oh, no gimmick boy. here. I don't know. Yeah, there's it, no but, gimmicky but hook. It, but it is, it, it, <laughs> no hurting, dirty. It is interesting you guys mentioned that because I, you know, what I was trying to do uh, more with this album because I re- like I was very inexperienced with this record so i was actually at you know during the week at work i would actually pull up the songs on youtube and read some of the comments to just kind of get myself in a headspace of like you know what do fans think of the song is there any kind of hidden gems or is any like lyric or something that could get me to think about this a little differently and i think a lot of people did say this was a really underrated song for them I don't know. I, I just I don't really remember it that much. And honestly, the part that you kind of played there in that sample just seemed a little cluttered to me. Like, mm. I don't know. I, I didn't really get it. But in a way, the 30 seconds kind of makes sense to me because it is kind of yeah. representative of the era. That weird sort of guitar kind of siren-y. It almost Sirens, sounds, yeah. you know, it's siren. It yeah. almost sounds like a freaking uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex in Jurassic Park screaming over the trees in the park. <laughs> uh, I hear that as well. 
but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll, I'll gladly, you know, after the episode, spend time with the song. And yeah, maybe it's just a placement issue. Maybe right. if it was a yeah, little I think, farther I, up, I, I would have. Yeah, liked this is it all. More, this is a. I, I, I wouldn't have gone going into this episode. I definitely wouldn't have said second best closer. <laughs> but Alex, right. let, let me give you a prescription. Let me write you a prescription for all of you who do not like this song or are not, you know, interested in giving this one a chance. Just you know, when you're really tired before you go to bed. Turn off all the lights. Maybe keep an LED or two on, um, and make yeah, it, it you know <laughs> burn it red, and listen to this song just once all the way through. Then let it just end. Close your eyes. Think of what comes after this album. Oh sure. Okay. And then go to bed. And just yeah. see what the song does for you. Yeah, I, I like it I, is kind of a fitting end to yeah. this era of Metallica. I think that's I think it's in a spot where yeah, it's not appreciated enough because, yeah, again, I still have to kind of as far as just yeah from just being a, a normal music fan, I got to kind of side with Alex a little bit because, again, it's like you're like, I can't yeah, at this I, point. I, I can't I can't absorb all of it. I appreciate, again, you putting these you you mark playing those parts again, just in the context of the discussion. And so, yeah, that is actually very, a very nice kind of classic Metallica compositional approach. But I just at this point, I can't. Uh, absorb it yeah again yeah, and again at eight just, minutes too it's like uh, nothing God. that there was nothing that really stuck out to me at least right. like i mean obviously i'm biased because i love load so much but i'd like gladly take the outlaw torn over this at least there's like a oh, memorable yeah. hook to it oh, i will yeah. say the jam at the end sucks like that's way too long they shouldn't yeah. have done that yeah but i don't know they threw it in the oh, song too. I'll, I'll give there's it a moment. Listen, yeah. I'll give it yeah, there's a moment listen. where they're like, I just hear it just live, like, right. and but Lars you... Ulrich on drums, and then just you know, it's just kind of like we're just built for that, yeah. and it's just like, well, yeah. leave that off the album. I mean, yeah. oh, but there, uh, there's so many great parts I love about the yeah. song. The part I, where it's the, the key change where it goes up for the solo, yeah, that, that even hits. during the pre-chorus, um, uh, yeah, I just, oh man, and, and uh, as much as the the um. I know that you know this is an album filled with James isms. Yeah, but, but oh boy, the, the one there. the one I don't mind is when he says like the jab it, and then the the, the guitars come in. Oh, I don't know. I have a nostalgia for this song, perhaps. Okay, yeah, it's your yeah, unforgiven I... too. Yeah. All right, All right. that concludes uh, the load era track by track. Uh, we'll move on to. Love it. No, sorry. Seven for the buy. First one to three correct answers gets an extra love or flush. Oh. Sorry, an extra buy or terminate for their ultimate Metallica playlist. Chris, take it away. All right. Uh, this one will probably be a quick on the draw one uh, just to get this moving forward because I kind of got the impression from Mark that he might know this one. All right. This is a multiple choice. And again, I'm going to read all of the choices and then you can answer. <laughs> I don't want okay, to hang on. I'm just testing my sound. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Don't de All right, me. okay. The uh, I can't know I can't do it as good as Alex, but uh, the dense na 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 part uh, of the memory remains uh, was sang by what '60s musical figure? Was it A. Marianne Faithful, B. Dusty Springfield, C. Eddie Smith, or D. Carly Simon? Yeah, that was that was Mark. That was Marianne Faithful. Yeah, you are correct. Actually, All right. the answer is E. It's uh, the Leprechaun from the uh, horror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh man. Uh, all right. So that's one for. I don't want to crap on Marianne Faithful too much because I know she was kind of a mess. Yeah. At, at this point, but. Uh, yeah. All so right. She ended uh, up on the track. Right. 
Okay, uh, and I know I had to start off this true or false with this thing just because it shows just where Metallica was in their success at this point. Uh, according to an interview with French fashion and art magazine Crash, uh, James Hetfield was not uh, said that he was not really happy with the outcome of the album. True or false? Correct. <laughs> this might be marble time. Okay, am I gonna do I have to break out the marbles? Anybody, the, the, the question was that James would, said it in an interview that he wasn't happy. With yeah, happy the with, the, with the with the with how, how with how the album turned out in general. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll bomb out here. Okay. But uh. Oh shoot! All right, you got ten <laughs> seconds. Ten. You know, part Nine, of me, I, I'm gonna, eight, I'm, I feel like seven, this is a trick question because I know he wasn't a, he wasn't a fan five, of Load, so I'm gonna four, say false. I'm gonna say he actually liked this one. He did not actually. <laughs> he didn't so like he, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, said he was really just following uh, Lars and Kirk's musical vision at the moment, but ultimately didn't have any regrets because of where they were in their musical journey at the time. So he kind of, but ultimately, I don't think he was. I think he was just kind of going with the flow, but it wasn't really what he wanted to do. Yeah, I read uh, that on Load. I wasn't sure if that translated over to Reload, and I thought, you know, maybe the songs are a little different and maybe a little less bluesy, that maybe, you yeah. know, hey, he has a little bit more room to explore. So that's why I right. thought maybe he actually okay. liked it a little more, but maybe not. Right, this album but, uh, is heavier. Yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm not okay. the first to bomb out. <laughs> okay. Um, that's weird. Hold on. Uh, oh, oh, there we go. Sorry. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Come on. We're, we're burning daylight. Well, there is no daylight anymore. But yeah, yeah. It's the the dark of night. Um. All right. Uh, multiple choice. Uh. Jason Newstead has one songwriting credit on the album. Which song is it? Is it A. Better than you. B. Prince Charming. C. Fixer. Or D. Where the wild things are. Uh, I knew Mark knew this. Yeah. yeah, I said it in the track by track. It's uh, where the oh, did you, things are. Oh, did you? Okay, I couldn't yeah. remember. But, right. hey, I said it in the track. I got it right. So, yeah. up two. All right. So, okay, uh, true or false. Uh, the Memory Remains was the one song on the record that hit number one on the mainstream rock charts. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> Ten. Yeah. Nine. Nobody wants to do the true eight. false. <laughs> I'm gonna right. say false. Uh, you are correct. Ooh. All right. Uh, yeah, it was uh, that distinction went to the Unforgiven Two. Was oh, the one song ooh, on there that tricky. actually went? Yeah. I would have guessed right. none of them went number one, but. Yeah, this is on the mainstream rock charts. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, tr uh, tr uh, true or false? Uh, uh, the Better Than You uh, single had the distinction of winning Best Metal Performance at the 1998 Grammy Awards. Oh, uh, boy. Mark, what is um, it? I feel like I, I, I know they won. Is this is there a trick question in here or is this an honest question? Why is he going to tell you? It's a, it's a question. <laughs> Take a chance and it's, it's bomb a fair out. It's a fair I, question. I feel like yeah. this was like a later single. And if I can go false. Oh, no. It's true. Oh! Okay, you said the 1998. Yeah, that would be yeah, that would be the the following year. Yeah. Yeah, they, this album came out in 97, so it was yeah, for the 1998 Grammy Awards. Right, but this was their their uh wasn't this the last single? 
That I don't know. This is just based on my um, what I on my research. I, okay, let me look this up. Okay. I, I actually okay. knew the answer to this one. But actually, okay. um, I don't. Well, here, I, I thought I read one comment say that "Better Than You" wasn't a single, but then it does say that it was the fourth single on the album. But I did okay. actually know that about the Grammy Awards. So, Chris, uh, I'm looking at this on Wikipedia. It says uh, oh, "Better Than You" won the 1999. Doesn't mean it can't be selected. Okay, maybe I'll give that to you by default. Yeah, that was somebody. What? Guess, yeah, I was just gonna win a, a Metallica. <laughs> did it win a Grammy or not? It didn't. Yes, it so did. Nineteen ninety nine, though. I always really wonder if Chris weird. was trying to trick up on nineteen ninety eight because the really single weird. was released. It says July sixteenth, nineteen ninety eight, which is almost like what's that? A whole year after the album. That's really no, weird. Nine months. I swore that's what that. Unless if. Hopefully that primary source uh, wasn't Yeah, yeah, check incorrect. the primary source on that fact. Okay. It's just Wikipedia. Okay, I guess technically, I guess I'll give that to Mark because I guess uh, it was a, yeah, I guess a technical screw up on my part. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll take yeah. it. I okay, like this yeah. album. Okay, yeah, well, okay, so Mark gets this one, yeah, by default, <laughs> or on a technicality. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Kevin, sorry, I just Kevin. admit you know nothing about Reload Era Metallica. And anyway. now, love I don't, it I don't, I don't or flush it. I don't know any background on Metallica, so it's all good. All right. All right. Yeah, let's move Take it away, over. Alex. Yeah, let's move it on over to the Love It or Flush It. Let's see if we can try to rifle through these here. Tonight's order, which is probably perfect. Mark's favorite, favorite album. It's going to go Mark, Kevin, myself, and Chris starting off with Fuel. Mark, what are we thinking? An obvious love. Kev? Same here. Same as well. Uh, I'm going to buy this one because, yeah, this Yay! is one of my top mm. 10 favorite Metallica songs ever. Yeah, I just did yeah, this right. for whatever reason has always resonated very heavy with me. So, yeah, I'm going to add it to my permanent list. Nice. Sure. You saw it live. All right. Let's move on over to. Uh... <laughs> oh, boy. I can, I, I can only uh, wait. The memory remains. Mark, what do we think? Uh, you know what? That doesn't bother me too much. I, I'm in on the joke. Give it a love. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause this right now because for Wikipedia is wrong because I'm going through Grammy.com and best metal performance went to Iron Man from Black Sabbath that year, but Whiskey in the Jar from Metallica won. There it is again. The Irish. So what is it? Best, best hard rock performance. Whiskey okay. in the Jar. Okay, I'm yeah, it wasn't. It was best metal. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was I, best I, metal. Uh, yeah, it wasn't I, best yeah. hard rock. It was best metal performance. Whiskey. Maybe I misread whiskey. it. I don't know. I thought it said 1998. Maybe whiskey in the jarro. Because I, I was I, I was assembling the questions at like 11:30 last think, night. So. I think I feel like I should get it because it was close enough. Like I knew yep. it was the win. Well, technically, I mean, based on how we got my uh, technicality, I mean, technically, you did get it. <laughs> I know because it was so the wrong. I, it was I, false. Okay. It was. I'm gonna check 1998 too, yeah. and we'll see. But anyway, I'm gonna give the memory remains a love. Yeah, yeah. It is, as much as I make fun of that part, it is a fantastic song. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I like to have a little fun there with that, but it's an obvious love for me. Chris? Uh yeah, I'm gonna give it a love. Yeah, without yeah digging too deep into it. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> All right, let's move on over to track three. Uh, I believe that would be Devil's Dance. Mark, what do you think about this one? 
Oh, I don't know if it's unique enough to buy. I do have a second um, buy, but still, that this in. album <laughs> is so good that it's uh, oh. uh, just a love from me, as much as I would buy that Kirk solo. Wait. <sighs> okay, Kev. I think uh, Mark convinced me a little bit more on that Kirk solo, as much as I hate the Let's Dance. Uh, I'm going to give it a love as well. Yeah, I don't know. I I still want to keep my... Uh, I know I probably shouldn't have to be this way, but I, I still like, you know, just to be fair, I like to keep it to a lover of flush. I, I think there's enough cool parts in this song where it kind of... I, I remember how it goes. I, I kind of hate the Let's Dance, but, you know, this is one that they played live, and it does got a cool stomp to it, so I'll give it a, a light squeeze. Chris? Uh, I'm going to flush this one just because I, aside from the that solo which is interesting but yeah i can't i can i can't this is one of those songs on here i really can't remember yeah i yeah i just yeah it just didn't resonate with me i will give you that better than you is much more memorable than devil's dance in terms of Mm -hmm. chorus yeah all right well let's move on over to track four and i feel like i might know where this is going uh unforgiven too mark what do you think yeah no drama here give it a bye yeah. Oh. Kev? I am not going to give it a buy. I probably would if I had two loves. But, uh, yeah. Uh, giving it a big love. Awesome. Yep, I'm going to give it a buy as well. This is my favorite song on the album, I think. Uh, most memorable for me. And uh, I realized I didn't really pick a slower, more ballady song on Load. And I feel like if I'm going to kind of capture this era, you know, sort of embedding that southern rock kind of country twang. Uh, I feel like if you put this on a playlist for somebody, it would be safe because it would be like, all right, here's a song that people already know and they have a love with. And uh, here's like the the later 90s kind of southern rock version of it that's still great, arguably better. So, Chris? Uh, Yeah, you guys kind of pushed this up for me. Um, I mean, it was always very melodic, very catchy. Um, and again, like the more better use of incorporating the country vibes here. So yeah, very strong love for me. Nice. All right, let's move on over to better than you. Mark, what do you think? As much as I would have rather had the verses double timed and the chorus half timed, um, it's still so memorable that I can, can't help but give it a love. Okay. Kev? I have to agree with that. Actually, I'm giving it a love as well. All right, you guys maybe made me like this song a tad bit more. It is memorable. I do recognize how it goes, and I think I, I did say that I actually really did enjoy the verses here, so I'll, I'll give this one another light squeeze. Chris? Oh. Uh, yeah, I got to, yeah, just because of that main, yeah, that main chorus, I can't hate on this. Yeah, it's kind of uh, unmemorable and not, yeah, real kind of audibly, yeah, positive. Yeah, yeah, you, you you can't help but yeah, just get that main chorus stuck in your head and that main riff. It's just it just beats your head in. Yeah, it just makes its sure. presence known. Okay. Sure. All right, let's move on over to Slither. Mark, what do you think about this one? Uh, this <laughs> is where go. the album starts to sag. <laughs> Load in the know. pants. I like saggy diaper better. So flush it. Yeah, Kev. That was a that was a flush from me as well. Just, just 
Just keep just in case you're a one. double urinal just, flush. Just, just keep it going at this point. Yeah. It, it, oh, okay. So I'm just walking down the line of urinals, pulling the handle. <laughs> Chris, do you need a courtesy flush too? Uh, yeah. I guess I'll. I gotta flush this one. Yeah, this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think about it. The whole there we go. Flush and Kevin is Stick left. it down there. Just send it to hell. Bring, <laughs> bring the janitor in and put up the white, the the yellow sign, <laughs> passion wet floor. Out of order. That's where this song is. It's out of order. <laughs> oh, crap. Okay, let's move yeah, on. For a brief, yeah, this is gonna get interesting. Carpe diem, baby. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, that's another right. one. There it goes. Bathroom's <laughs> still flooded. Yeah, okay. yeah. Talk up, talk about bathroom breaks. I guess I was right. <laughs> this is that. This is that point where the janitor needs to put the trash bag over the urinal because it's so out of order. What? I'm gonna go something different here. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go as far as to say it's my stock on the rice song, but there. I don't know. This song kind of grew on me. And, and I almost didn't want it to because I watched it live and I'm like, you know, I don't know if I like this. Thanks. Kind of, I, I, I try to spend a lot of time with this record this week, and I don't know something about it kind of grew on me a little bit. So I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna give it a love, believe it or not. Sounds like a rubber. Chris's glove rubber glove. It's, it's a rubber yeah. glove. It's a rubber yeah. glove here, Chris. Don't expect me to hand it over my rubber glove. Um, I do. I, I will say I do appreciate the kind of orchestral part in the vocals, but I gotta get. Yeah, it's just it's too weird. I gotta. Yeah. You know, like the way he was looking at you. Exactly. I'm like, okay. Oh, oh. That title looked at me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's like, like crap, got... diem, baby. Yeah, yeah it's got carpe diem, baby. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's got the the warts on the face. So, yep. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm just I'm just signing off all my phone conversations like that with you, Alex. Please. We're just gonna be carpe like talking diem, about baby. stuff. And, carpe, carpe diem, diem baby. baby. <laughs> just pedophile David Lee Roth. I just I I hate it. Just like old creepy yeah. guy. Maybe I shouldn't call him that. Maybe that's not nice to say. But you know, just okay. I'll say old creepy guy David Lee Roth signing off with that line. I can't get it out of my head. All right, let's move on over to bad seed. Mark, what do you think? Um, it's uh, big bottom, Black Sabbath. <laughs> I don't know. It's the diapers full at this point. Give it another flush. <laughs> I mean, I'm the only one here with a kid. Like, I know what a real loaded diaper looks like. And, like, so let me tell this you. This is it. Like, this is Mark, it. Like, this Mark, part of the album. Mark, I got to say, I, I hate to challenge you here, but you gave this an eight, and that's three flushes in a row. That's all I yeah, could say. Yeah, it's okay. It's a 13-track album. Kev, Kev, okay. what do you think? You know, I thought I was going to be the one to give it three flushes in a row, but I wasn't. But I am going to join oh, you here. <laughs> well, as I stated in track by track, I said this was my stock on the rise song. So obviously I'm going to give it a love. There's something about this song. I really like it. I don't know. Well, I do know. I I like the uh, I like the heavy riff. I like the verses. And he uh, likes the telephone voice. I hate the telephone. <laughs> so, but I'll I'll give it a love, you know, for the other points stated. So, Chris, uh, I I want to do. Hang on, I got the gun pointed at its head. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, let's, because uh, I like the kind of cream Clapton solo at the end. I'll give it just a, I'll flush it. Yeah, not a love. Oh, there's, there, okay. It's, it's like 10%, 10, 10, 90%. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Let's move it on over to track nine, where the wild things are. Mark might have flushed it uh, earlier, but uh, Kevin's collage of influences or just overall weirdness of the song really fits. And when I was talking earlier, Alex, uh, to about load and, you know, just because they went this direction doesn't mean it was the right direction. I feel like an album full of this stuff would have been really interested, you know, obviously, obviously horribly received, I'm sure probably would have tanked on the charts, but an era of bizarre Metallica might've been an interesting direction to take it after the black album. Screw you. We don't need money. Weird Metallica. Let's let Jason in the door a little bit more so he can <laughs> write some more interesting songs than, uh, you know, the the Lars tripe, let's call it. Interesting. Okay. All right. Kev, I, I think uh, you said you liked this song here, right? Correct? You- I did. I, I'm going to give this a love, and I really don't mind this. I don't know. I, I In a weird way, I get early Metallica vibes, and, and it's not from, like, the musical feeling. I just... It's just from from an overall feeling that kind of gives me that on edge kind of creepy kind of vibe. So yeah, and give it a love. Okay, well, I mean, I guess I could back some of those points there, but I'm honestly, I, I, I hate to do this, but I'm thinking about the song right now, and I'm like, how does it go? And that kind of sums it up for me. So it's got to be a flush. Oh. I'm sorry, I can't think of how it goes. I can't even think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I literally can't even sing the part in the song that I praised earlier. I've already forgotten it. <laughs> so, yeah, Chris, yeah, yeah. Too Unfor- many tracks. Yeah, unfortunately, because uh, yeah, the only part that I remember of this song is the part that irritates me the most. Yeah, the, <laughs> that that blatant. I mean, probably the most blatant Allison Chains ripoff that they've ever done. Uh, so I gotta kill this sucker off. With a T? Oh. A big T, yeah. We're moving on over to track 10, Prince Charming. Uh, Mark, what do you think about this guy? Um, This is another track that I'm just really on the fence, and I'm not sure anybody was able to convince me that this song, I don't know. It's just it's just too much. There's just too much on this album, and I feel like if you would just to just cut out... Oh. I don't know. I want to go <laughs> Five first. Five songs. <laughs> oh, no. Is this a short song or a long song? Do I got to sit through this? It's 6.05. Flush it. Gargle, the gargle at the end. Just <laughs> I've got nothing else to say. Just gargle away. Six minutes. Prince Charming. Oh, well, Is that the one that goes I, Mama, yeah. I'm on TV or something? Uh, I, oh, yeah. I don't know if I heard that. No, did I it? did. There was, hey, hey, no, hey, Ma, look, it's me, I think was yeah. the line. Oh, okay. Well, I wrote down my notes. Cut, cut, cut that ending. So I think that leads to one thing. Sorry, I'm back. What are we flushing? Uh, Prince Charming. Prince, Prince, Prince Charming. Well, sorry to disappoint. Are we at me now? Well, no. Yeah, I, I, I oh, was yeah. just gonna back. I mean, if anything, Mark or sorry, Chris maybe made me 
like it a little bit more by saying like I could see this being like at the opening of an action movie, and then it got me thinking about Mission Impossible Two. Uh, which, you know, really kind of represents this era for me in a weird kind of roundabout way. But still, uh, going into the podcast, I kind of knew that this was going to be a flush, so I think I'm going to stick with it. Wow. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, just wow. (laughs) Rubber glove? Yeah, I'm, yeah, no, I I don't have two by. No, I, but I, I just love the, Classic kind of hard rock riff in this song, and the yeah, and that chorus just gets stuck in your head. So I'm, I'm gonna give it a love. You stand alone. Chris's rubber glove. Yeah, I'm pulling yeah. it back out. I and my hand was always down there, just blocking it. Yeah, from the <laughs> yeah, yeah, from Alex's uh, yeah uh, watery uh, grave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Well, we're here. It's a hurdy gurdy, Mark. <laughs> are you are, are are you busting out the green beers and the buckle shoes and are you joining? Wait, us? you have a, you have an extra buy, Mark. I think this is a good opportunity. Yeah, this perhaps. could be, you know, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of uniqueness yeah. here. Yeah, so much for attitude, and so much for fixer. You know, I like my playlist weird. You know, look, uh, last I, episode, I think I think I smell some blood sausage and some corned <laughs> beef over there. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> we're grilling a one-eyed possum. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're doing tonight. Um, remember when I talked about track six offload hero of the day being the most terminatable song in the history of podcast. That was only because we had not yet gotten to the hurdy gurdy. (laughs) I hate major key Metallica. I see no use for the hurdy gurdy. Why did they bring out a theremin? Why did they bring out the bass saxophone? Get it out of my Metallica (laughs) record. Give it the big T. Wow, that, 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 there's some strong, uh, strong words there. Tell us how you really feel. All right, Kev, what do you think? Oh, I don't think it's a very big surprise that I'm going to be uh, following up this carpet bombing with another. Yeah, mass destruction, oh, yeah. Big, oh, man, um, hang on. What was it called? What was was it the big birth of it? The, it was called the atom bomb uh, that went over Japan. I don't remember what it was. Hiroshima called. or uh, was, was it, that uh, what it was? Enola Gay, little, big little boy, boy and it, fat man. little boy. Yeah, was, was little it, man. Was, wasn't it? It was fat man. Okay, we'll send that one out again on this one. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> nuke that nuke with a nuke. All right. Well, I, I, I guess I'm gonna have to bring in my good friend Jesus over here to resurrect uh, my uh, buddy, oh, my seven, no. nearly seven and a half minute friend here. I I don't know. I lo- yeah, just music. Yeah, just the melody. I just I've always liked it. I it was one of the few songs on here where I could actually where I actually over the last couple of days just digging into this record, trying to dig into this record. Uh, yeah, I just it just resonated with me. I found myself kind of humming and singing. It yeah, not not the hurdy gurdy notwithstanding. Yeah, yeah. Though I still that doesn't bother me. I guess as much as you guys. I don't know. Did you yeah. shed a tear listening to the song on the way home today, Chris? Please tell me. Uh, no. <laughs> Sitting no, in no. rush hour traffic, a tear trickled down when you listened to this song. Yeah. Okay, okay, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so just for a little bit of love it or flush yeah. it history, the last song that has been triple terminated with a love, 5150, yeah. Van Halen's Inside. That was the birth of the one-eyed possum, and I uh. love <laughs> Inside. <laughs> <laughs> Last time that happened. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's move on over to attitude. Mark, what do you think? 
easy. Just a love. I have to save my final buy. Okay. All right, Kev. Uh, agreed. I, I think I, I wouldn't mind it as the second to last song if, if we didn't have to just slog through a bunch of other songs. If this were an eight-track album, as this is number seven, would be incredible. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I feel bad for it. So I, I am giving it a big love. Yeah, I'm going to give it a big love as well. Um, I mean, there are, I guess, some parts of it. Uh, that might be a little generic and nothing special, but like I said, love the pre-chorus, love the chorus, uh, and yeah, it, it's just it's a bummer that it's this far down. But if anything, it it, it bumps up the end of the record just a little bit uh, after Low Man's lyric, and maybe you know maybe that's what people needed coming out of that song. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's a little bit of me. Yeah, yeah that's Chris, what I think of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris, I think, that's what I think of your criticism. No, I can't. No, no way. Can I flush this? Uh, yeah, just yeah. That chorus is the perfect cruising, like melody. I did, that's all I thought about when I was listening to this. Like we just like before the summer is over, we have to make that happen. And we have to go out. <laughs> yeah, just that one song. Okay, we can skip over Low Man's lyrics and just go straight to Attitude. Yeah, <laughs> I know you. I know you wouldn't. You wouldn't uh, desecrate your any of your sound systems in any of your cars yeah with uh such yeah i would not garbage yeah dirty <laughs> can stay out of my speakers <laughs> all right so anyway so yeah big love for this one okay. for attitude yeah. all right well let's move it on over to the final song on the album and the song to kind of wrap up an era here before we start going to a new territory fixer mark what do you think of course, by process of elimination with my second buy or terminate, I will not be terminating this song. Ring me up for Fixer. It's, you know, there's, and to wrap this album, there are quite a few good songs on this album that I could have used a second buy on. I really have to compliment them for the highs being pretty evenly high on this record. Just a load of crap in the middle doesn't, uh, uh, you know, doesn't do it any justice. Uh, a very good song. Definitely worth buying. Okay, Kev. Well, what do you think? It's 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 funny, Mark, because you and I have been so aligned in this love it or flush it. Yep. I I don't know where we've deviated, uh, but you know it might have been on a buy or something. I, I couldn't buy the unforgiven too. Yeah. Well, I am going to obviously use my buy on my favorite Metallica song. Bring me up. Okay. All right. Well, let's move it uh, on over to myself and. Yeah, he's gonna flush it. I'm sure. Or something. Yeah, he, he, every song, every song that fla- I it's, love. It's flashing back to the dream is over. I know. I'm sorry. Every every single time. I, I don't so know what it this. is. I mean, like I said, I'm willing to after the episode really listen to it. I'm gonna do Mark's prescription. Turn the lights off. Put the LED on and uh, drift off to sleep. Listening to this one, I'm gonna try it. But as of right now, I can't even think of how it goes. So I gotta get rid of it. That's what I think. Sorry. I, I, I will admit that, I mean, it does have, you know, the comparison to, um, uh, what was it again? Uh, the Van Halen song? 
the dream is the over. dream is over yeah it, it does have a little bit of that feeling to it where it's a great song it's well written but it doesn't yeah. hold a candle to the earlier stuff i still love it i'll still buy it but i can't see that perspective to where eh, i mean you know they did they, they just lost their energy and it is kind of limp compared to uh okay. any of their earlier stuff as van halen would be at that point there's no reason for Alex to to flush either one of those songs. I'm sorry. Yeah, I flushed I, I, too I, far. I, I get the it, I get the point, but uh, if, uh, pulling the handle is too much. Oh boy. Oh, absolutely. We're not gonna like this you one know. then. <laughs> I'm gonna, oh, Chris, what do we think? I'm gonna, oh, yeah, I'm gonna boy. have to join my uh, my good bro, Mr. Reco, over there. And I, like I said, I agree with Mark. The composition is very uh, is very interesting after discussing it, but again, I can't remember it. And remembering a song is very important, at least some part. I mean, I need I need something. I need some little kind of hook, little hook line or whatever you had to, to, to pull me in. And I just by the time I got to this no song in here, I just more, didn't No I, more pins in uh, Like I said, I like the Hendrix solo in the beginning, but I don't remember any other part of this song. I mean, I had yeah, just I had to write a lot of notes on here just to try to keep to hook my brain into remembering certain parts. And even that doesn't help necessarily. It's like, oh, yeah, there was that. Yeah. Uh, I had a part in here that there, there was a part in here that reminded me of like Peter Green era Fleetwood Mac, but I can't remember the exact part in the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that Chris, guitar part was kind of take my prescription. See yeah. see what it does for you. Okay, yeah. maybe that was Very it. And again, divided album. Yeah, and again, maybe and I and I I don't know. I know Kevin was wasn't exactly completely on board, but as far as the position of this song, maybe if I wasn't so burned out at this point, because again, eight eight over eight minutes is a lot of investment. Especially, and, it's, and with Metallica at this point in their career, a lot of the longer songs have not held weight. Some of the classic era, like off of Injustice or even Puppets. I mean, where you kind of are pulled all the way through. You remember everything, even yeah. even as complex as Injustice is. I mean, I can. I mean, yeah, I can. You tell me a song. I can. I can hear the intro, or I can hear the, yeah, like the main kind of choral part. Here, I just can't Agreed. remember anything. Yeah. I feel bad because again, you like you said, it's it's a very well constructed but it just doesn't yeah i think it's just fatigue at this point mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. a very interesting love it or flush it result considering that the only song that was universally flushed was slither which to be honest i think is probably the best of the bad songs on this album mm, yeah well, i don't know about that i mean alex <laughs> stepped in for carpe diem baby and bad seed and chris you stepped in for <laughs> prince charming and low man's lyric and kevin and i were yeah. pretty much aligned I, I think Bad Seed is the best of the bad songs. But. Yeah, well, speaking of bad songs, uh, anybody uh, change their rating? I'm at eight. Uh, Chris, you're a four. Alex, you're a four. Kevin, you're a six. I'll, I'll, I'll bump up to five. I'll okay. bump up to five, but that's maybe as far as I'll Yeah, go. I'm going to have to go more mathematically speaking. I'm going to, just based on what the songs that I did kind of really like on here, even if it was only parts of certain songs, kind of has boosted me up about a half a point, so I'll probably go four and a half. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Kevin, uh, you stand uh, at a six. I'm actually going to go up as well. Um, I I think only half a point because I feel like any album where I flush three songs in a row and three out of s- five out of six songs, <laughs> um, <laughs> I I, can't, I have a hard time yeah. do doing higher than that, but yeah. Yeah, it's tough because the highs are so high. They me. are. So sit, give me a six point five. Okay, nine. it's interesting yeah. how I managed to convince everyone, I suppose, to raise their rating a little bit. And while I started at an eight, I feel like I might have to inch downward a little bit. Um, 
yeah the the middle is just a loaded diaper um and it just <laughs> yeah it, just has, it does you know and if you had make taken this 13 track album and made it a seven or eight track album i get that's not the spirit of the 90s um but you just put out a 14 track album and could you i know people have done this is probably an internet date d- debate that uh predates you know when i was on the internet um but you know putting a compilation album of load and reload, um, taking your best 10 songs off of the two. I think you might've had a, a pretty good album. I think we could debate all day, yeah. um, you know, between it, King yeah. nothing yeah, and until it sleeps. And yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot that, of decent material. I think that would actually be a really cool thing to do. I don't know if we would ever want to do a Patreon or maybe somehow make a quick playlist, but I think we should do that. We should agree that if we had to do one album out of load and reload, and just make like a greatest hits. I think that would be really cool. So maybe yeah, you, maybe we think about that. Yeah. yeah, and do that, and then take all the other songs and just release them as a B side or something. Right. Like, right. You know, extra yeah. studio tracks. Yeah, I always yeah. thought as far as because I mean I I liked Load a little bit more. I always felt I mean considering a lot of these songs were already kind of written for the most part. Yeah, kind of shifting like uh, Fuel and the Memory Remains onto Load. I think that would have made boosted my rating quite a bit for that record. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you telling me you, you you don't like opening with "Ain't my bitch"? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, again, that's that. Give me five. Give me that. What you trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you could. I like. I like most. Uh, "Ain't my bitch." I like. Well, aside from the Jamesisms, I, I like the riffing in that song. But uh, <laughs> but I yeah. think that might have made it a stronger. Like okay, just because there is. Unfortunately, I mean, I know. Yeah, Mark has a little bit more connection to this record, but there is a lot of this. This is one of those ultimate bread sandwich records you got a strong kind of first half and then it kind of loses the or all the time all, all the all the meat falls out <laughs> and then it kind of picks up again yeah yeah, yeah. i mean look bad openers was, was uh, uh there were five first five tracks across four of us that's 20 votes it got one flush and three buys right and so. then you get, and then you get the slither and it's like okay that's where you've got like the holes and the yeah <laughs> yeah yeah should have should have put out yeah. a beast I mean look it's Metallica they could put out anything and it would go platinum so right. you know no shame in releasing an album of B material and just calling it that so uh, best thirty seconds of the album that represent the band at this moment um, sounds like I had a little bit of buy in on my fixer clip anybody have any other ideas uh, it's I do some music I, yeah. I, I have I have one as well Chris if you yeah, want to go yeah, ahead first. Yeah, yeah. I, the uh, well, I don't know what's behind that smile. Um, I was thinking the last uh, right as the solo is ending in uh, in fuel into like that last part. I just love that. Yeah, uh, I just love that. Yeah, Kevin, can you put? Can you? It's around like the last minute four, I think, is when it starts. Maybe yeah, till the end. Last around minute four. Yeah, it's like right where the solo guitar solo is ending into the main riff. I just love how it kind of. Kind of muscles up right there. Right here, yeah.
I mean, I, I could give support to that considering the Jamesisms are just on eleven right there. They are turned yeah. up to eleven. Yeah, but it's it's point. it's not really as campy though as it is on some of the other. I just I, don't, I well, just but love it the vibe. Represents the era, so I think yeah. it's, it's it and I love the vibe. Like the vibe is just with the guitar and the drums and the bass. Everything just really is kind of cranked up i, I think just, it, the yeah. argument is is this more of a laid-back retrospective kind of james snarling about his childhood type record as in fixer or is this um you know a a bring it to the to the to the stage you know just rager like fuel like which better represents this record yeah there is a lot of james james reflecting but yeah, as far as again i'm just looking at it from a musical perspective i just that's this is all that was always the moment on this record that really stood out for me yeah um, but I, yeah, what are we looking at? Are we looking at uh, kind of lyrical uh, context Everything. or we, like the whole thing? Yep. Um, That's 30 seconds. Look, uh, Chris yeah. uh, or Kevin Alex, you got opinions? Yeah, no, you guys were getting me to think a little bit more when I was trying to find something a little bit farther down towards the end of the record to kind of, I don't know, represent where the band was at and kind of. <laughs> what? I think there's something wrong with my microphone there. Kind of like incorporate different sounds. But uh, <laughs> I put something in the chat there. If you want to go ahead and cue that up, I think that kind of represents where the band is at currently. And I think it would oh, be boy. good. Oh, I, boy. I, I can't. I can only. <laughs> it's definitely terrifying <laughs> all right i'm on board all right that uh <laughs> but but if i actually want <laughs> i wanted to be serious you, 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 I, you, I could either back up chris or i would actually say um maybe like a verse from the unforgiven too no that's no we need something that's i mean the unforgiven too is still kind of pulling from the past as far as yeah, yeah but then it also kind of incorporates some of that countryish kind of southern yeah yeah I mean, is, when they did this right they did it at the unforgiven too yeah well that was after trying multiple times i mean this is something they've been working on well they yeah i mean i feel like the first unforgiven i think they kind of got it there but uh i'm telling you and the winner for the freestyle king award goes to sorry just pulling up a little, little flip for later <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on, guys! It's it's eleven. It's eleven o'clock. Come on! I'm I'm going to back Mark. Well, how can I not say something from Fixer? So I yeah. Oh, great! Are we going to have a stalemate? Okay. So I, I think we're 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 awaiting a serious submission from Alex here to break the time. No, I did. I did. My my. I, I was going to say uh, I I would back up Fuel for sure, or I would say something from Unforgiven too. But it sounded like if anything, more people were leaning towards Fuel. So I'll I'll go with that. Yeah, I think that's going to end up being our uh, our clip, um, probably just, because I'm a half vote for that. Okay, so and that's what it is then. Can't complain. It's a great clip, yeah. and it is Absolutely. a great yeah, record. Well. <laughs> uh, yeah, with some fat for sure. Uh, yeah, we'll see if we change your mind. Hope we did. Hope you stuck around for all of this and uh, the insights that we may or may not bring to your Metallica discography discussion. Looking forward. Can't wait to see what's around the corner. Don't think anything else needs to be said. See you later.